0: problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Yeah, when I did my whole uh, read through of all like the Black Panther main stories from... I did my read through of like from Christopher Priest in 97 or 98 mm-hmm. until like his current stuff. And I think Hudlin's was, like, my favorite run out of all of that. His writing is definitely better than Milligan. Yeah, Peter Milligan. uh, I think Justin really likes Peter Milligan Hmm. uh, because he's done some... um, Well, he uh, did a lot of X-Men, I bet. He He does does that, like, cartoony, funny X-Men book with, uh, is it Dupe? Oh, okay. He does, like, all of that stuff, like the excellence and... Uh, The only stuff I've read that he's done, really, are his, like, symbiote books, and they haven't been the best. Oh. Uh, But Hudlin, like, if I'm remembering correctly, Hudlin is from Milestone. Okay. So he, like, he did all of the, like, I don't think he was a writer for Static. He's also a black guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, he's got that going for him. Well, also, like, n- most of the writers of Black Panther have been black. Yeah. Christopher Priest is black. Uh, Reginald Hudlin. Who Stanley. Who's the person we're talking about. Stanley. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because uh, black people are Jew. <laughs> I Not according to Kanye. No, no. Exactly according, according to Kanye. According to Kanye. According to Kanye. Man. Fuck black Kanye. people are Jew. The Jew-ish are culturally appropriating... The the true Jew. Can the we, lost tribe of Israel. Can we never talk about Kanye again? Why not? That'd be great. Dude, it's so fun. Man, <laughs> I used to like his music. <laughs> I You can still like the music. He didn't fuck kids. <laughs> you don't know that. Drake did. But, uh, but we know that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't listen to Drake. I mean, oh, fuck. Michael Jackson still slaps. <laughs> but... He's in dispute, and technically he's not in dispute. Just technically, he was in a court of law, so proven innocent. So was OJ. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> he decapitated a woman and a man. I thought you were gonna say and a mask. People forget that that he decapitated <laughs> those two people. They were their heads were left on by like a little string of skin. <laughs> no, it's just funny because I... anyway, no my because... point. Jason Aaron isn't black. But everybody else who's written Black Panther, including Stanley, mm. cause, I mean have you seen how he dressed in the 70s? Yeah. Come on. Nobody no white dude was dressing that well. Uh yeah. But no, I was I th- I thought you were gonna say in a mask, <laughs> and then my, my brain went to instead of like if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit to his lawyer saying, We all wear masks, <laughs> metaphorically. <laughs> we speaking. all wear gloves, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. <laughs> We've all decapitated our <laughs> ex-wives. Now, now I'm just imagining they have Michael Myers on the stand, like they're trying him for fucking murdering and stuff. And is like, he yeah, has baby. the mask. Yeah. He had the mask. And, and his lawyer is like, we all wear masks, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. It doesn't mean that, you know, he fucking his masks a uh, like groovy. That, that he's easy. the killer. <laughs> that he has the exact same fucking killer mask. I can't remember what I saw, but... I think it was something Justin Roiland did for Halloween, uh, where there was like a serial killer coming after him, and it was Dana Carvey, like a dude in a Dana Carvey mask. <laughs> like... <laughs> Instead of Mike Myers? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Uh, oh, welcome to this issue of X-Men, I'm Tony. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be covering uh, Black Panther and X-Men Wild Kingdom, which is issue... Eight and nine of Black Panther? Yeah. And issues 175 and 176 of X-Men? Yes. All right. That is exactly right. That was off the top of my head. Yeah. So. And I was looking right at it and you were correct, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty impressive. (laughs) So, yeah. This this was written by a a white guy and a black guy. Because Harmony. Yeah. Ebony and Ivory. (laughs) (laughs) It's so divisive now, you know, because of the Kanye's and the Wests and the Easts and the... The north, north, south, definitely the south. <laughs> it's I was, definitely. I was, I was uh, listening to Legion of Skinks. Um. uh their their Halloween episode that they did, and they did like a most offensive uh, costume for uh, one of their like because they do like periodic games or whatever, and one guy came in as the South Pole Santa, and he just gave them all porn. <laughs> South Pole Santos sounds like a porn. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh another guy came in basically dressed in like a full black uh neoprene suit like like green man but all black and he's like I Bruce I'm, has one of those and he's like I <laughs> uh I'm a black. <laughs> like that's that was his Halloween costume was being a black. Um uh, so I think I think it was probably a good idea that we were doing something from Reginald huddling cuz I think the new movie is going to be based off of his run. Okay. Because uh, if you don't know anything about Reginald Hudlin's run, he uh, introduced Shuri. He also ended up making her the Black Panther. Uh, he did Doom War, and he was writing Black Panther while uh, Namor uh, did the attack on Wakanda. Mm. So it, se- it, it at least seems like to me that um, the movie's going to take a lot from Hudlin's run, where like the last one took a lot from Christopher Priest's run. Okay. I read none of those, so I don't know the comparisons. You read some of Hudlin's. So that's what we're doing today. Yeah, no, I meant like their their runs in their, you no. know, consecutive entirety. This uh, seems to re-spark the romance between him and Storm, right? That's what that ends up leading into. Yeah, and she becomes the Queen of Wakanda. and Just another title. Just another... Yeah, like she's the, already a god. You know, what's is, a... Oh. A goddess. They they're, they make that very clear. Uh, but what is a, a queen to a goddess? Ah! goddess! <laughs> yeah. Full yeah. circle! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> <stupid>. so dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, the only thing about her that ends up, like, getting on my nerves. Because I love the character so much. It's probably honestly the most I've read of Storm in anything where she was the most prominent was that Black Panther and Really? Yeah, cuz I feel like uh, most of the X-Men stuff I've read is either newer stuff or stuff we've covered on here and Storm has not been very prominent in any of it besides like our last episode. Well, in all right, in fairness, I think a lot of what we've covered hasn't because we're such Cyclops fans. Yeah. cuz ha- he's the X-Man. I mean, he's not X-Men. Yeah. (laughs) But he is the X-Man. Yeah, he's the X-Men, yeah. Uh, But she, we we haven't, so we haven't just read her leadership story stuff. Uh, Also because that whole battle between her and Cyclops is convoluted in the first place. uh, Over, like, did she, like, she won, but did she win? Because, like, they retconned that fucking... Uh, Madeline Pryor pulled some shenanigans and also that Cyclops wanted to be out. And then there also Claremont wanted Cyclops to be out in the first place. So, like, yeah, I think obviously... I've read right after that when Cyclops goes to Alaska, unless that's at a different point. No, no, that is. Right. Yeah. Like right after. He was like... I read the the four issue series that Brian K. Vaughn did, which is just Cyclops hanging out with like Juggernaut and Black <laughs> Tom. Uh, I did not know that's a thing. Cause, uh, you didn't? No. Oh, we'll have to cover that at some point. Because I love Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah, Brian K. Vaughn wrote a four issue. It's literally one of two Cyclops series that you can get. Dude. And it's way better than the fucking... We need to cover that. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know? We that. didn't do that. No, I had no idea. And Brian K., I like, i I'm sitting right next to it. The saga book he wrote? I fucking love that. Yeah, he wrote... Uh, It's like Cyclops going up. And it's like, it's part of the reason why I'm like we need to explore who Cyclops is outside of the fucking X-Men. Yeah. Because this is the only book that kind of does that, where he's like... Well, that in Champions. Yeah. That gives you a taste. But that, that, yeah. that also is just like, this is who he is with the Champions. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it still gives you a lot of like... That one was more of him in story trying to find out who he is outside of the X-Men. Gotcha. Where uh, I would say the... his whole life King, was X-Men. Yeah, where I'd say the Brian K. Vaughn one was more of just, like, this is Cyclops outside of the X-Men, but it wasn't about, like, him finding out who he is outside of the group. That makes sense for two reasons. One, in the Champions, he's a teenager, so his whole life, all he's known is being an orphan and then being an X-Man. So, it's like, yeah, who am I? Because I've... I grow up to just stay in this position, and so I've learned about myself from both myself and other people, and I don't know who I am yet. So that's that, That's a good point that that's how he is there and why he wouldn't be that where he's already an adult because he, know, he has a better sense of self. It's honestly probably the most interesting part of Cyclops' character right now is whenever he sees, like, Kamala or... Yeah. Anybody who was, uh, especially Kamala, but anybody who's in the champions, you see him like turn back into that little kid. I'm not going to lie. I miss young Cyclops. Like if I, if for whatever reason I got to just like do a story with Marvel and they're they're like, what would you like to do? I would love to like revisit stories of young Cyclops because like this, it feels like a missed opportunity of like he's, you have him as a teenager for all this time. And all you show is, like, a doom trip with his father in space where he's just, you know, his, it's a Corsair book that Cyclops is around. Yeah. And then you have him in the Champions, which is a great dynamic in the Champions, but you're sharing the space with all these characters. So you're still not able to, other than a couple it, points with Cyclops. And it seems like as soon as they, like, started rolling with what they felt like they should do with him in Champions... Like Ex- as soon as they got yeah, that idea, extermination, they were like, yeah, yeah, extermination happened, and yep, then it was like, oh, Cyclops was really cool in these last three issues, and now he's gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, man. Think it back; that did suck. Yeah, that did suck, and Dude, we were like, there was so many things about the champions that like bummed me out. Yeah, because they're. So many characters in that are were, like, some of my favorite characters, and then it just, they never went anywhere. Yeah. It, it fizzled out, it feels like, because I was looking forward to Champion Books and then yeah. wondering, like, well, where is this going, though? I feel like the one series where they found out, like, oh, we have, like, a cool idea, and we're going to, like, carry that on. Mm-hmm. They did five issues, and then it was done. Yeah. And then they relaunched it with a new writer. I I think Eva Ewing, when she like was doing the outlaw stuff, mm-hmm. I think that was like the most it seemed like the champions knew what they were doing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we know what kind of book this is. And then they changed writers and it was like, all right, this is boring again. Yeah. But I think boring like from um from a company standpoint of wanting mass appeal. That leads to boring. You don't want to do things that are potentially divisive because your whole point is like, like it's a younger character and they're diverse, so you're gonna have someone that you click with and then run with. And personally, I never felt that like the the, the entire overall concept of needing to uh, see yourself in order to be like I'm represented. I never felt that like. One of my favorite characters ever, and I get laughed at for this all the time for several reasons. I wanted to be Jim West. Yeah. <laughs> that was about to go into a lot of what I was going to say. Like I, like, I didn't give a shit. That I, I think you don't care at all yeah. because you see yourself in black characters. Well, I see myself in, like, oh, that character's badass and that's how I want to be. I like that's all I need I don't need like oh that one looks like me so that's the one who I'm like like and maybe that's a personality thing maybe if you're a more passive personality who just needs to like well clearly I can't be that person or I can't be like them or I can't be like and then you start to find reasons why you can't but it's like you're supposed to be like you're supposed to want to emulate what inspires you and Jim West was a fucking badass he was banging in public water. He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Although we never got to hook up with Selma. But, I mean, imagine, though. Right? I, yeah. <laughs> like, imagine... <laughs> yeah, you see his balls butt. in that scene. You do. Twice. Imagine having to convince a chick to sleep with you in a water tower. They probably wouldn't want to do that, but you're that charismatic that they're like, You know what? Let's go. That's one of those things that also, like, change in my head from when I was a kid seeing it to as an adult. Because now as an adult, I'm like, dude, people are drinking out of that. Like, come on. <laughs> You're getting your balls in there? That? <laughs> ball, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're getting your ball in there. <laughs> yeah. Getting all types of juices around. And Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. As a kid it was like, oh, he's pretty cool. Like he's got a he's got a girl in that like weird looking hot tub with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't realize it's the water <laughs> <Yeah>. tower. <laughs> also just how uncomfortable it has to be, right? Like that's gotta be like cold water. Like you're you're just up there at night because they're they're in uh like a rural western space, right? So it's probably hot during the day and then cold as fuck at night, and it's nighttime and they're in water. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's kinda suck. It's surprising you could see his balls. Think, <laughs> be, like, they're, they're just that big. Yeah, you'd think they'd be up inside of them. They, that is them shriveled. <laughs> see him on a hot day, he's practically stepping on him. That's why he didn't wear the spurs. Like, he might have had spurs, I don't know. I think he did. <laughs> it was a crappy western. Of course they had spurs. <laughs> of course they did. But like, you know, it, by the, the logic, because my skin's white, I should have wanted to be the, the techie guy who was, like, always kind of one-upping him in terms of sophistication and snark. And, like, no, fuck that square. Get, get, get out of here. Like, <laughs> he thinks Buckwheat's boobs. Get out of here, dude. I just wanted to be the dude at the end who's banging some Hayek. <laughs> that's the only dude. guy I wanted to be. <laughs> and, and that's the Hispanic guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, <laughs> but then the other one Zorro and it wasn't because like the like I didn't want to be Zorro because he was he Batman's parents killed I mean that was nice that's a bonus <laughs> yeah. because he gave us Batman you know when you think about it out of all superhero type characters Zoro has done the most damage to Batman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, it was just because that's the hero. He's the heroic figure doing all the badass stuff, f- uh, facing tyranny and everything. So, that when you, getting back to champions, when their goal is just, let's make every character as diverse as possible so that people would like, like, see themselves. And then they buy the book for that reason. But then also within the book, we have to not offend anybody. So then we can't do anything edgy. And even the bad people can't be really bad because then we'll get hit yeah. as if like we're putting out a thing where the the characters are racist or they're a this or they're a that. And they have to describe what that is in the book. And now even just describing what a bad character is makes you bad somehow transitively. Well, they they even went through that point where they're like, Well, we're gonna add every single young character to the champions, and that's when it was like so the champions don't matter anymore. Yeah, like, no, no. It, yeah, just, it's everybody just everybody who's... It's, it's Wu-Tang for yeah. kids. Yeah, exactly. And which is crazy, it's redundant. Wu-Tang's for the children. <laughs> everybody knows that about the like, dirty bastard. <laughs> they already had it. Yeah. They're reinventing the wheel over there. <laughs> But yeah, so that that sort of stuff, because that's that what le- that's yeah. what leads them to making like you can't make everybody happy, so you, all you're doing is trying not to yeah. piss off as many people as you can, and that just makes your shit boring. It does that. It leads them to Swordmaster, where they're like, "What we need is an Asian character with an Asian writer doing their thing," and they're not focused on quality, and it sucks. Yeah, like Swordmaster, like I said the other day, it was kind of like if you took all the flavor out of Jackie Chan Adventures, aesthetically, the, like no. No. uh, I The Iron Fist version, yes. I was thinking more uh, But the actual Swordmaster story is way worse than that. I it's wasn't really so bad. I was really thinking the story. I was thinking like, the shop that he lives in. Uh, okay. It looks a lot like Uncle's shop to me. That might be... Again, that's... The current writer is doing a better job. They're taking the turd that was Swordmaster and they're molding it into a more of a Marvel character. She's writing something. the new Deadpool too, and it seems pretty good. Okay, yeah, the Which actual X Men book. <laughs> yeah. The actual, uh... and I'm fine with covering it. By the way, I'm I'm <laughs> you know. more agnostic on this than Justin. No, it's yeah. just it's just funny to me that Justin and I got into the argument of uh, whether or not Deadpool can be considered an X-Men character and then Marvel has aggressively spent the last time <laughs> trying definitively to definitively making right. it. Yeah, yeah. With like everything. They're like, "Oh, he's everything he does is with the X-Men." Yes. Yeah. I I stand by he shouldn't be an X-Men. No. Character. Like but, he's not yeah. a he shouldn't in the be rank of X-Men. In the X-Men. But I think if you're in, uh, in the X-Force, X-Force is yeah. an X-Men Property. Yeah, yeah, it's tangential. Yeah, right. Which would make him uh, like an X Men character. It's like Toad's he's never going to be an X Men. Yeah, I'm not but, saying he's a mutant. Yeah, Toad's never going to be an X Man, but he's an X Men character. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. It's just he's he's got too much charisma to be put in a box. For one, as like, as a and and too much heat as a character that like they make way too much money on him to just only put him in one thing which is weird because they like for the last two years they're like we're doing nothing with deadpool i think uh it's ebb and flow with um i think they realized they were spoiling like a lot of stuff with deadpool to where people were getting tired with them yeah we need to chill the fuck out yeah and there's put him in a book here and that because he wasn't even in a lot of other people's books he would like make an appearance in x-force every once in a while like, I think he made an appearance in X-Force and an appearance in X-Men, and outside of that, he was, like, gone for two years. And that, that's my issue with Ryan Reynolds currently, to be honest, is Ryan Reynolds is dead. Like, Ryan Reynolds' is Deadpool is perfect. Yeah. The problem is, Ryan Reynolds is the same guy in every other goddamn thing. So now it's just like, oh, Deadpool's in this movie, and Deadpool's in that movie, yeah. and Deadpool Deadpool's in Pikachu. this movie. Deadpool's Pikachu. Yeah. Deadpool is fucking in in this movie with the Rock now. Yeah. Did you guys Do know, know that thing? Deadpool wasn't two guys, a girl, and a pizza place? <laughs> was uh, was Deadpool in waiting? Yeah. yeah, Deadpool wasn't waiting. Yeah, Deadpool wasn't waiting. <laughs> he was in Van Wilder. Yeah, Deadpool. He's probably just stoked that people aren't calling him Van Wilder anymore. Yeah. Because until Deadpool came out, they were just calling him Van Wilder. <laughs> yeah, now he's just Deadpool. <laughs> Which he had to have been like, that movie came out like 15, 20 years yeah. ago. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, he's he's basically Hugh Jackman as uh, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Yeah. E- even when Hugh Jack, But Hugh Jackman is a better actor. Who has range and de- when you see him in other things, he's act like he, he's not Wolverine. He's not Wolverine, but he's still oh, that's Wolverine. Yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds is just Deadpool. Deadpool. He's that's the same guy. He he was he was Deadpool in in that uh, Wolverine Origins movie. He was Deadpool and Blade. Surprisingly, <laughs> that was the least he was Deadpool. Listen, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was when he played Deadpool in the Origins movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man! But Cyclops. Aside, but aside, they did. Speaking of, because he's Hannibal King, right? In Blade Three, yeah. Um, I can't remember who the director is of that. Uh, but they were. They told Ryan Reynolds, "They're like, we want you to be like Deadpool in this." Uh huh. And he didn't know who Deadpool was. That's how he started getting into Deadpool comics. That's funny. They told him, "They're like, for this character, we want you to be like Deadpool." So he's like started reading Deadpool comics. So that was the inception of it all. Yeah, that's where it started. That's funny. It I don't think Blade gets enough credit as being like the first big like modern day superhero movie because it it is it's yeah and that it started as a you know like because everyone made a big deal about in Black Panther we're gonna get into you know Black Panther stuff but that he's like the first black superhero and it's like dude. Blade was dope as fuck. I mean, even from the, not even just from like uh, the audience being closed minded to this concept, but of like the producers and just Hollywood in general and their like seeming overt racism of like no one's gonna watch a black movie or any of that. Like, Blade, what? It was a smashing success. (laughs) Smashing, smashing success. (laughs) The the weird thing too is that, uh, like, The only things they didn't change about Blade for that were like the fact that vampires were around and that Blade was a black guy. But like Blade wasn't a vampire before that movie came out. Oh, really? Yeah, he was just a vampire hunter. And then that movie came out and they retconned him into being like a vampire. So they made it a better character. That's one of those times where they're. Nobody gave a shit about Blade before that. Yeah. Uh, although his double, like, mohawk thing sucks. I hate it. <laughs> I hate that they keep drawing him that way. He looks like it's a road so warrior. so dumb. Yeah. it's <laughs> exactly what he looks like <laughs> yeah. as a road warrior. <laughs> if, if a road warrior was an acolyte. <laughs> Bringing up the fucking acolyte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so, basically, if Rod Simmons, if Farouk? Yeah was, yeah, was damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You joined the one. <laughs> oh, that's pretty great. That there's only a couple people that that joke makes sense to, but I'm one of them, and I love it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think we're wrapped up in like liking Cyclops. So then we just miss the Storm stuff, yeah. and uh, but Storm is very prominent, especially like even right now, X Men Red. Like she's doing her whole goddess stick on Araco now, um. So I wouldn't say that she's not prominent and there's not a lot no, of No, I'm just saying it. that she hasn't been prominent in a lot of the stuff I've read. Right. Okay. I know like she's probably like one of the f- three or four most used characters. It's just a uh, I would consider it a character flaw, which is also valid for her to have a character flaw. They're supposed to. Yeah. Well, that's what makes them interesting. Comic but... book characters, not not white people. <laughs> Just so we're, we're
1: sh- just I didn't even remotely <laughs> think of it that way. <laughs>
0: I mean white people have plenty of character flaw in that they're the devil. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's gotta be a flaw. We we covered that extensively with uh Belisco. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and Elianic, The white, they became devils. Yeah, the, the white devils. Yeah. Storm's the only one who's not a devil and the- well, no, she is a devil. <laughs> she is a devil <laughs> <Yeah>. in it. <laughs> she's been a goddess she's been the devil she's been all sorts of things she can be whatever she puts her mind to she can uh <laughs> but anyway uh it's um I think that it's revered in the comics though and fandom as not a character flaw and I just think of it as a character flaw that you're that narcissistic to like put yourself on that pedestal
1: yeah
0: um and I haven't ever really read any and maybe they try to touch on it in this story that Maybe she does feel some reluctance to it, but does it because it still helps the masses somehow to to have a symbol. But the idea of like putting yourself on the pedestal above everyone else is just one that doesn't like jive with me personally. So then when I see a yeah. character like that, I typically dislike that character. And because there's so much to like about Storm, it just ends up being this one well- thing I clash with of just like... Yeah, I get it. <laughs> there's like I get it. You're awesome. Jeez. There's this weird thing between people who have like, ha- like between what's going on in like Black Panther books, yeah, and people who have just seen like the Black Panther movie, and you like you hear people say like, oh, like ha- like how great Wakanda is, and yeah, uh, like I- I've heard people like, oh, Wakanda would never do this or that. It's like Wakanda has a long history of like slavery, yeah, and like. Uh, a whole bunch of fucked up shit that they are nation, yeah. The, the whole like uh, story of Black Panther the last fifteen years has been him realizing how fucked up everything in Wakanda has been. Him like stepping down as king and uh-huh. like making them the uh, people rule by themselves and owning up to the fucked up stuff he's yeah. done. Like they had um children warriors that were like only there to be his wife, like the Dormelage. yeah. Yeah, like that's Wives what they waiting. started. Yeah, that's what they started out as. Not they, just like women warriors. They were like, they were mainly there to like wait for him. Yeah, uh, to, to like marry to, one. To, of yeah, them. and they yeah. weren't allowed to like marry anybody else. And that's uh, that's actually in this is uh, what they get called uh, by storm. Like when he's like, no, 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 there's my personal bodyguard, and she's like, yeah, the Dormelage. Wives in waiting, I get what they are. <laughs> like I know exactly what yeah. they are. It doesn't help that one of them's fanning him and the other one's massaging his shoulders when she sees yeah. him. <laughs> and like the uh Reginald Hudlin's run goes into him, like uh Shuri ends up taking over as king for him. Uh and Oh, she's like a woman king. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and all of um uh, i'm trying to remember his name that's t- by the way the, the all the controversy around that movie is fucking wild uh but uh Tana, uh Ta-Nahisi Coates, uh-huh. his run was like uh it, all about black panther giving up him being a king it, but like hearing from people in his nation that they were like w- like we don't follow you right like there's a whole shit ton of different like uh sub communities in wakanda that mm-hmm don't believe in the king and like rule themselves. And like he had to decide between cracking down and like forcing all of them uh, to be like a part of the kingdom or letting the people rule themselves. I, you were very serious in that moment, like explaining <laughs> what the, uh, the, 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 plot of that story was, uh, and my brain went worse. Because when you said he had to choose between crack, and I was like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> introducing crack to the population to, like, <laughs> remove their power? No, that's white and people And dismantle? <laughs> it's that- like, that's America shit! What are you... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had to choose between crack and giving in to the people. And he's still king, so figure that out, what he did. <laughs> but he's, he's not king now. Yeah. He's, uh he he's kind of not even allowed in wakanda right now he like stays with the avengers <laughs> captain america doesn't really <laughs> like him. But he's he's kind of like out of doing anything with wakanda cuz hmm. uh like they decided they were going to rule themselves and they're like no like get the fuck out of here that's an interesting thing on a on the level of like Your personal views when you're writing a story, and I I wonder how much of this is valid and how much of this is actually destroying storytelling, but when you're taking what your own ideology is and you're morphing what the environment of a story is, like, because T'Challa is a king superhero. That's, like, his identity, So when you're like, yeah, but monarchs are bad and they're undemocratic and we're all about democracy and democracy is good. And so if we want this guy to be good, then he needs to also be against this idea of monarchy and give the power back to his people. And also we want to give power to the people. So it's got to come from the people. So they're going to like, I understand all the logic that goes down, like into creating those decisions to make that story. But then now you, okay, well, you don't have a black king superhero. You literally had a Black King yeah. superhero, and now you don't have that because your other pro- progressive ideology dismantled it. In the last issue of Black Panther, <laughs> fucking Captain America says something to Captain Marvel about how T'Challa needs to check his privilege. And that's hilarious. Captain Marvel says, is like, did you just say that? And he's like, look, I know I got mine, but he's a fucking king. <laughs> like, that's that's also a really great point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's African and a and, and a king. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's not Sam. Like yeah, I wouldn't put yeah. I wouldn't put Falcon and Black Panther in the same category. Yeah. This is also the same uh, Black Panther writer that put in uh, the white minstrel characters, which was fucking hilarious to me. That, <laughs> that is was, hilarious. Like, the white dude who is the colonizer with big lips and <laughs> what? like puppeting around another character and uh. His like one of his commanders was named Buffalo Soldier. Oh wow. Which I can imagine after this story being an actual Buffalo that's humanoid. No, it's just the black dude. <laughs> oh, that's that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you cause do you know anything about the Buffalo Soldiers besides the song? Uh not really. They were um uh, like uh from what I know about them, they were used by they were like um i can't remember where exactly it happened but i think it might have been america but they were a group of black people uh used by white people to wipe out black people oh damn they were like they're coming in to take over your shit and Mm -hmm. that's kind of what the story uh reflects but okay tell you that (laughs) that white menstrual character is fucking hilarious the so is it a, a black guy in white face no, it's it's just a white guy. Who's just overly who's exaggerated. Like, oh, yeah, like, he's kind of like an alien-type oh, dude okay. or whatever, like, from another dimension, but mm-hmm. he's, like, pale porcelain white. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, has, like, exaggerated features. And... Okay. Well, good for them. <laughs> good for them. <laughs> there was a weird sense, though, of, like, this is where we should be (laughs) where they could just like openly fuck with us that much. And it'd be funny. I'm cool with that. I mean, if we're getting even slightly serious in this topic, it's like, if we recognize in history, a group of people had been disenfranchised and the idea is that no one should be, and that that was wrong. And so we need to come to a baseline where everyone's equal, but then the push to go, whoa, 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 but because those people back then got fucked with, we get to then fuck with the op- the opposing side now, we get our licks in. Like, there's, like, that mentality, and it's like, well, that's not the middle ground. And that sucks for them, but you're not them, and I'm not treating you that way, so why the fuck am I getting treated a certain way that we just all agreed for decades now was wrong, right? And I think that's where a lot of, like, the super white people who then, like, turn it on, like, well, now I'm being a victim. Uh, like, and that's where it's well, like, it's okay. Like, you, then they start overreacting, and it's like, well, you, would you guys calm the fuck down? Because it's not yeah. helping anything. As weird as it might seem, the most leveled and least racist situation you can be in is a group of people of different races who all fuck with each other about their races. Yeah. Exactly. Because they they know it's all stupid and meaningless, and yeah. then they get on to, like, cool, fun shit. I feel like, in terms of... uh a like a based culture. Everyone growing who grew up in like the nineties, like m- mid eighties to about twenty, like two thousand three, two thousand five. That twenty year stretch, I think the majority of them think logically, and aren't like yeah. cra- like that aren't like bigots, and oh. that are are confused on like the overreaction of others. That's yeah. that's going on. And I think and we also, also grew up are, yeah. in an area that was more like diverse. Yeah. 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 More diverse than other places. Yeah. So it's just a group of people that like grew up fucking with each other and like not giving a shit. There's that. Yeah. I mean, there are more pockets of that, too. But like when you had to start parsing like, well, I'm this percent of this and I'm this percent of that and I'm that percent of that. Like who fucking cares? You know, but people do. And then it becomes a whole skin thing. Uh where it's not though, oddly enough, is in this book. Yeah. This book, no racism. Just, yeah, just a just bigotry with big egos. <laughs> yeah. That all think they should be in charge of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big egos and uh <laughs> economic revolutions. Re- the the most racism is towards I backed myself in a corner here. <laughs> monkeys. The actual the actual uh, Yeah. <laughs> animal monkeys. Actual monkeys. That have been <laughs> increased scientifically to be able to speak like regular people. Yeah, there's no way. Good way. Like, they're real. The monkeys. <laughs> that monkeys. <laughs> that yes, the actual apes. Yeah. All right. Well, so let's. Well, get we're into all it. technically apes, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> we. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Don Lemon. He's over in uh, Africa, and he's doing a story. Um. Not technically. I think his name's Stevens or some shit like that. But he is just some uh, reporter. reporter yeah. yeah, he's a reporter who no Starting one... Starting out in the X-Men way of a reporter on the news. Mm- on the news, talking bad. about the impoverished uh, Africans that are being attacked by, like, uh, in in the metaphorical sense, guerrilla, um, like, mercenaries who are, like, just raiding and taking over because that's just, like, a thing. And uh, what is this? The nation of Naganda, Yeah. Which borders Wakanda. So, this guy's there, and he's like, it is not looking great here. Look at all the despair and the smoke and the damage. And then he just disappears. And they're like, what? We're having, like, a technical issue. What's going on? And then they look around and, like, where the fuck did he go? There's, like blood on the ground but he's not here anywhere and what could have happened (laughs) what could have happened and then they check the footage and they slow it down and they see oh homie guy ate (laughs) like there was a creature that just like ate the fuck out of him meanwhile in westchester uh where most x-men stories start right and for many of them ended because a lot of those kids got killed a lot over and over again so. That's still going on right now. In Westchester. Well, just the X-Men being killed all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they at least get to undo that now. Yeah, I mean, they always kind of undid it. It just took longer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, we, we went too long without Cyclops. <laughs> Has Storm ever died? I'm sure at some point she, in like a main continuity, she's probably died. I can't think of an exact moment, but... I mean, because obviously she dies in that yeah, magic storm book. Storm and... But that's not a main continuity storm. No. That's a and that's her alternate. just being dead forever. Yeah. Cause I also don't think that... Well, <laughs> I guess how he... Because nobody actually ever really dies for the most part. I mean, some people actually die, but most of the time okay. it's like they went missing off screen. Yeah. Well, was she killed? Right? That's yeah. what I'm wondering. Was she I was going to say technically... Uh, Spider Man hasn't died, and then I was, th- but he did like get his body taken over by uh, Doc Ock. Doc Ock, which they thought he was dead, but he was never actually really dead. But he, uh, the only time he really died was in the Ultimate Universe and like mm-hmm. other non, like continuity stuff. But yeah, uh, obviously James di- jeans died. Wolverine's <sighs> well, so died many so times. many fucking times. Uh, Cyclops has died. Nightcrawler's died. Colossus has died. I don't think Shadowcats died. Mm, I had just lost in a bullet as far as I remember. That's right. Yep. But never dead. <laughs> lost in a bullet but not forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I don't think so yeah, I don't think Storms ever died. Um would you consider Emma having died? The diamond bullet thing? That's exactly where my head went, but, like, they just put her back together, right? Yeah. So, I would assume she wasn't dead. Weird. Just, like, shattered to pieces, I guess. But there was no, like... Because if she was dead, she wouldn't have, like, came back from being put Mm -hmm. back together. Well, because I wonder, too, is... Is that just a thing that's inevitably, be- inevitably going to happen if they either A, think you're too boring of a character to continue or B, have run out of things to do with you and you're actually a really popular character? Yeah, or if they just like want a moment to be heavy. Because I think Jean dies because she's a boring character. Yeah. A Wolverine dies because they're saturated with Wolverine. And then ironically... Increase that saturation after the fact. He's yeah. just no longer Logan. Well, they can kill Wolverine at any point, and he's so easy to bring back. Yeah, but like Cyclops, they had to go through a whole fucking thing to bring him back. Yeah, and he's he's the one I'm wondering of. Like, he wasn't boring. He had reached an like an apex of a character arc, and was on the redemption, and then it felt like out of nowhere they're just like, because there is him. Dot. Die- he gets killed by God Doom. And then they start their universe anew. Everyone else who was dead is back, but he's just dead. And it's like jarring. Like, why? Like, there was, and it's always going to be. Because you hate Jeff Lemire. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But I don't think he made that decision. I think editorial made the decision. Oh, totally. Cyclops is dead. Uh, they, uh, the Inhuman, because I've been like reading through like that period of the Inhumans. Lately. Oh, that's right. I know why they did it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. they and uh, that actually proves our point. He's the X Man. Yeah, because they're trying. Tr- they, they were burying him. They were like, burying the X Men as an IP. Yeah, yeah, and they um, they there was a point where they had cast um, I guess not cast, but they had assigned. The Inhumans to Matt Fraction to write. Uh Uh-huh. He did uh, two issues and, uh, like, came out and he was saying, like, I'm not going to make the Inhumans the X-Men. They're two completely different things. Yeah. They should be nothing alike. And then Charles Soule was writing the book right after that. That makes sense. It's one of those open secrets where they're just, they don't want to take They don't want to take responsibility that that's what they were doing when that's exactly what they were doing. And everyone could see that. And then the number of fucking ignorant dorks I've had online arguments with over this is insane. Writers have come out and said that's what they were doing. Yeah. The defense is always, they had so many fucking books they were publishing. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're not going to stop printing money. They weren't good. I bought them all. I know. Like, I was upset. I was hoping things would change. I was like, please, don't be doing this. You killed my baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't be continuing this. And, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's play uh, the story. <laughs> also, like, yeah. having, especially now having read through all that, like, inhuman stuff that I have read through now, the Terranium Mist doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. Because at one point, it, it if you were human... And you got hit by the Terrigen Mist. Like, if you were just complete human, yep. you would get in human powers, and then you would die within a couple days. And if you were a mutant, uh, the only time I've seen a mutant use it was, like, uh, Quicksilver had lost his powers after House M, right? Uh-huh. He used the Terrigen Crystals to get his powers back. And they didn't kill him. Yeah, they were, like... Shards of it were, like, stuck in his body, like, with Swordmaster and his fucking that, sword in his hand. It was that, like that. And that's it, weird. Now, all of a sudden, it kills mutants, and if you're 100% a human, it does nothing to you. Unless you're an inhuman, and yeah. then you cocoon then it, like, and Yeah, you that. can cocoon and come out with powers, or if you're, like, just barely an inhuman, mm-hmm. it will kill you. they so dumb of them. Yeah. To have done that. But you know what? They've, they turned things around. The X-Men are like fucking bigger yeah. than ever. And then they so. killed the
1: Inhumans.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause the last book that came out was Death of Inhumans. And I didn't kill all of them, but they were just like, we're going to call the book that. And then they're yeah. going to be gone. And I'm not, I'm not saying that they deserve that, but I'm saying I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I was never a fan of the Inhumans. So I don't personally That Death care. of Inhumans book was really good though. Yeah. This is Donny yeah, that, that stuff you showed me with uh Black Bolt was really good. Yeah. Uh him reading off the names in that list. Oh man, so fucking good. Uh so anyway. Yeah, it turns out Donnie Cates is a phenomenal writer. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he could take the inhumans and make them good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he couldn't really do it with Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> but yeah. um so I in West anybody can. <laughs> in Westchester, Emma picks up like, hey, there's some weird like mutant readings. I'm getting in Africa, uh, so we should go there. They send a team. And during this time, they're trying to make you know Havoc more of a team leader. So he's assembling a team of X-Men to go do that. And uh, I loved this, though, this earlier stage. of Because Cerebra looks like the Cerebro of the X-Men movies. And there'd be just, like, walls that are screens like like television screens uh you know with all the shit being projected and like gambits in a seat that's on a contraption of to nowhere <laughs> that's just in the air just for the yeah. sake of having him up there like the this comic like reading these was like man i remember when comics were that dumb <laughs> where they, like people just are places and things just are happening cuz why not and it was very uh what i I think what I didn't like between the writing in um, the X Men books by uh, what's his face uh, Milligan. Milligan and the the Black Panther books is that the Black Panther ones they felt more narrative. Yeah, they felt like you're progressing a story, whereas these books were very dialogue heavy, but not even in the way that like the dialogue was good, but just like. Hey, I'm talking to you. And, well, hey, I'm talking to you now. Well, hey, I'm talking to you now. Like, just bouncing dialogue between characters to, like, justify them being there, but not really saying anything of value. It was just to get Storm in Wakanda or, like, around Wakanda. And, like, the whole book, they, like, especially, like, the X-Men parts, they were, like, why are you even here? We don't need the X-Men here. We just need Storm here. Yeah, they were kind of just, like, unimportant and Storm has to force her way in there. Like so yeah. you have this group of X-Men all white <laughs> getting ready to go over to Africa to save the day and Storm's like, "Hey, going to Africa? I got a feeling I should go." Yeah. And 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 the whitest of them, Emma, the White Queen, is like, "Yeah, how about uh, the dark ones stay here? How about how about we don't even do that? It, you know, havoc can only handle so much sass and I'm already coming." Yeah, but I do like that she was like, "Well, maybe I'll stay." <laughs> like, <laughs> well, because that's what ends up happening is, uh, because Storm's like, "Yeah, I wasn't asking for permission. I'm going to Africa." Yeah, what was weird to me is that the rest of the time she was like, "Ah, I wasn't really sure about coming here." <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like a total one-eighty. <laughs> like you demanded it <laughs> within the sa- like, like the next page. Yeah. So they get in the uh the Blackbird, which, by the way fuck dude did you did you see um black adam no were you planning on seeing black adam maybe i don't know does me spoiling anything i do not matter okay uh spoiler alert if you're listening and you do care about black adam i mean you shouldn't but let's go (laughs) (laughs) um so it's a pretty mid movie it's not great uh cinematography is kind of cool but that's to be expected at this point like yeah like, it's a bare minimum you don't don't have a, a big superhero movie with bad cinematography but it just shouldn't happen anymore uh, what did suck was they overused slow motion by a lot so oh, every to get those Snyder fans for every fucking uh, yeah those fucking dorks <laughs> for, <laughs> I've been loving Dork lately I'm bringing it back so because uh, <laughs> it's so apropos for so many of these people. Uh, so every every fucking fight scene, slow motion, it works early on when Black Adam first appears, because they're doing the speed thing, right? Yeah, he's going super fast. The only way to really do that well is to it's slow motion, and it's fun because he's he's Superman who doesn't give a fuck, right? Like he's bursting through people who are shooting at him, like they think this like they're gonna do something. Uh, and it doesn't matter. You because can just do can the, like just... the Dragon Ball Z style of where it's like kind of fighting at like a speed that's kind of fast, but really that slow motion from their perspective. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of that concept, though. So it's not that the whole time everything's in slow motion, but they have a sequence where because he is like just zipping around and they're kind of the style is. Changing in and out so that you can see what he's seeing while he's doing it, but then also you're seeing the effect of everything zipping around. Uh, like there's a fun moment where he takes a grenade off one guy and he just kind of sets it in the mouth of another guy who's like in the middle of yelling and stuff like that. Does all that, everything blows up, it's all crazy. That scene's fine, even fun. Then, not for the guy with the grenade in his mouth, it was kind of fun because he's like, Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Like he like t- like there's a moment there's that, enough time to take it out. That kind of annoys me though, that because like that's like a cool setup with you pussing out at the end. Yeah, where you like, could have just had that like z- like you pan back and the head explodes. Yeah, yeah. Like if you put up a grenade in some dude's mouth, you can't show him taking it out and it blowing up. Yeah. it's got to blow his head up. Yeah, that would have been better. That's what I was hoping would happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then subsequently every fight afterward constant slow motion just so that you can get a good pose in for the character. Uh Hawkman, who is by definition a shit character. Say so you look up his character. <laughs> shit <laughs> just character. Just shit. Hawkman. Shit character. That's what it would say. They're making Hawk men now? I I was <laughs> there was only Hawk women. <laughs> or I guess Hawk girls. <laughs> he's He's uh he's Falcon but worse, because Falcon's at least kind of cool because, like, you know, it's because it's mechanical, right? Like, you're like, ah, oh, that would be dope to have one of those. Yeah, you could tell just from Angel and Archangel that real wings are not that cool. No, not that cool. And also, are they real wings? Because they just disappear, and then they reappear. It's like, is he, it, first like of energy all, wings. first of all, they make him T'Challa. He's, he's, he's Black Panther, but a Hulk. He even he has <laughs> he has the special metal ship in suit. Inth in, metal is theirs, right? Yeah. In, in in DC. Uh so everything. Er, he he even makes a mention of it. Everything a nut and bolt is nth metal on his ship in, in his suit. And I think his suit it's supposed to be somebody's weakness, but I can't remember. I don't know enough about DC. Either. His suit is uh comic accurate. I have no complaint about the accuracy of how they look. They all look yeah, great. I, but I again, saw Dr. Fate and he, I thought he looked pretty cool. But again, where we are with superhero movies, you should not be veering away because the whole point of them not doing it in the first place was not believing it would work. We have, in fact, like, it's just proven. It works. Like, people love this shit. They should all be comic accurate. So, other than that, this suit, it doesn't make sense. Like, they don't set up Hawkman to, like, have any great power, right? Like, of his of himself. Yeah, they're so not, he's like... He's got no great responsibility. <laughs> 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 they're not, like, uh, you know, this character's been around doing all this stuff. I mean, they are, kind of. They're, like, he's been around and he's he been doing this stuff, which is also weird because they're the Justice Society, not the Justice League. Yeah. And it implies they've been around for years, And they've been working together, like, even decades. Yeah, because I know Justice Society is older than Justice League. Yes, except how you've set up your universe is there hasn't been a team. That's not a thing. Your Justice League was the team, and they were a team for a day. And they broke off, and they're fucking off doing whatever else. The Justice Society wasn't a thing. Like, but now you've just retconned it as being this, you know, almost age-old whatever your uh, Adam Smasher is just Ant-Man. Um, they even do like a, a face. Is time. Adam Smasher the same as the Adam? Yes. And he's the he next just, one. He smashes. Yeah. <laughs> he, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, there's even a girl he's yeah, into. He doesn't smash. It's not Brandon Routh. Yeah. Brandon Routh smashes. So the Adam, which is great because it was, uh, oh, what's his face? Fonzie. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler was <laughs> Yeah, he FaceTimes him. So he's the Adam. But they do they they set it up like the same way um what's his face? Uh, uh Michael Douglas was the all original right. Ant-Man. So all it is is like copy and paste. They took Adam Smasher. He's uh the comic relief. Nothing he says is funny. Um so he's Scott Lang and he FaceTimes Henry Winkler real quick. He's Michael Douglas, and that's it. That's just – that he has almost nothing to do. Uh, There's a girl who's Cyclone. They they changed it from a white girl to a black girl. No one cares because also no one cares about Cyclone. Yeah, I know nothing about Cyclone. Also, I'm confused in general, but I'm not a big DC reader, so this is probably totally a thing that changed. But Red Cyclone is a character I know.
1: Who he's a, like a, he's a robot?
0: Exactly, he's Vision. He's yeah, he's an android that uh, Doctor made who who control yeah. He's wind. just Vision. Like if, you, if if you're listening, you're like, oh, how much is he? look up a picture of him and he looks exactly. So like vision. this chick controls the wind based on nanobots and she was kidnapped by a mad scientist. So I'm just like, did they just take Red Cyclone, a robot, and you know make it this black chick with red hair <laughs> who, who who's wearing this like weird green suit doing the exact same thing? And it turns out, no, they took a uh, some chick that she looked... So, in terms of comic accuracy, almost exactly the same. Just, it was crazy. It was, like, one of the rare instances that someone, like, no one cared enough about a character that there was no, like, outrage that they'd made it a black girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally no one cared about this character. So, no one was, like, up in arms like they were with, like, Little Mermaid. I I saw so much fighting between people because uh, when She-Hulk came out... Uh-huh. Um, the, the fucking, um, uh, what is it? The construct? I get the wrecking crew wrecking crew. Oh, yeah. uh, I was blanking on. So one of the characters in the wrecking blue <laughs> wrecking crew, fuck man. One of the characters in the wrecking crew is black. Yeah. And there's another one that's white Yeah, and they switched them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
0: everybody was fucking arguing about that shit for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a fuck to the Wrecking Crew? Exactly. That's because people are saying like, oh, so they made, they took a, Marvel took a, a black character and made him white and we don't see all these people bitching. It's like, because they don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> so they did the opposite. Like nobody fucking knew. I think Marvel you know just funny? got them confused. Marvel didn't even know. Yeah, I think that's exactly what <laughs> fucking happened, Wrecking Crew. Is that they just got the characters confused. Because it's not like the Wrecking Crew and She-Hulk are like fucking anything. Yeah. Like they, they just have construction equipment that's the only thing yeah. similar <laughs> their their cat callers turned villains yeah <laughs> they were construction workers you who know what else the they, they the porcupine they turned from a white guy into a black guy and nobody gave a fuck the porcupine yeah knuckles no because i was gonna say he's an Not, echidna n- yeah i was about to correct <laughs> you uh, <laughs> <laughs> i saw it on your face just the, like he's a fucking echidna <laughs> yeah. uh I can't remember his name. He's a comedian who is only in it for, like, they only show his face for a couple seconds. Oh, okay. Um, And he's in the circle. He's in the big costume the whole time with the spikes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Ron Funches, wasn't it? Yeah, Ron Funches. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody gave a fuck about that because nobody cares about that fucking character. Yeah, and Ron Funches is delightful. He is delight. He is a delight. Yeah, that is like the, the, the a delight of him. It's a hard man. to be mad at him. But <laughs> he's just he's, he can be mad at you, and you can't be mad at him. Yeah, like, oh, Ron, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know who would get that Road Warrior joke though? Ron Funches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a big, big uh, wrestling fan. Oh man, I wish he listens to this episode of the podcast. Or any of them. Yeah. <laughs> I wish a lot of people would listen to a, a couple of them. Yeah, 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 but like really Ron Funches. Yeah, mostly one. Ron Funches <laughs> over everybody else. If you're listening to this and you're not Ron Funches, we're disappointed. <laughs> all right, so anyway, uh, all the fight scenes are just hyper paused so that they can do all that. And, I mean, it's probably because wind sucks as a power. Hyperpause also <laughs> sounds like it'd be a Sonic character.
1: <laughs>
0: That's his nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, but she she had, like, the most gratuitous, like... And I get it. She's a really pretty girl. But, like, she has, like, the most just, like, freeze frames. And it's just taking up s- seconds, if not minutes, of this movie. Uh, the whole time fucking um Black Adam's like I'm not a hero and he's like doing all the heroic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a hero. And it's like, Yeah, but you're beating the bad guys, but I'm not a hero. I'm killing them. It's like yeah. well, yeah, but they're like murderous mercenaries, they're like they're like a a gang of evil men named Intergang. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uh, like a porn. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the inter like- gang thing. We're definitely not, like, the people who know the most about DC and shit, but I was talking to Jen at Comic City about uh-huh. the movie, and she was like, Haw- a-, "A Hawkman keeps telling him not to kill people. Yeah. She's like, I've read Hawkman. He kills people all the fucking time. All the fucking time. Because <laughs> so- Hawk- Hawkman's not a hero. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hawk Girl was, like, and that's, like, their whole thing, is that they're stuck together, but, like, she doesn't like him. It's, like, their whole thing. Yeah. Or at least she a, bangs John Stewart. <laughs> at oh, least and, according and she, to the CW. That's where I learned that. Well, no, no. But any... even but even in like the animated stuff, she was hooking up with uh John Stewart Green Lantern. Um and then in the uh probably the most underrated and best of the DC shows, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, she's yeah. uh banging and hooking up with uh, uh, you just said his name, the Adam. Yeah. Um but she's she's always hooking up with him. And she's a heroic character. Hawkman is not. A Haw- Hawkman is... I like how you say Hawk the same way you say White. Like Hawk- <laughs> Hawk- Hawkman. Hawkman. And he's he's White. <laughs> so he's not. But also... <laughs> like, I've never once considered Hawkman to be Superman-tier power. And by himself, he's holding his own against Black Adam. And they're fighting a lot. And he should have just been fucking obliterated by him. Um, I think Doctor Fate Dr. is F- around that power level, but and Doctor Fate's a really dope character. Although they do keep fucking up because his whole thing you is mean that- James Bond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were so happy when you said, yeah. It 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 fits, dude. Whenever whenever there's like good casting where you're like fucking yeah, dude, you did that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Patrick Stewart being uh Xavier, right? Like that's like the the perfect. One, uh, um, what's his face? Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, J. Yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. The yellow M. M&M. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not my tempo. <laughs> uh, so he's the yellow M&M. Yeah, you didn't know J.K. Simmons was the yellow M&M. I thought that was uh, that's the peanut one, right? I thought he was dopey. Like the peanut M&M was always dopey. He was the dopey one. Dopey. Yeah, he was the dumb one. The yeah, red M&M. But, but that's J.K. Simmons. He's a good voice actor. I, I believe it now <laughs> that is range <laughs> yeah, he's been the yellow M&M for like 20-25 years like a long time and not the red one cause the red one's the yeah. wow that is range <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it, the yellow M&M is not quite his tempo but he pulls it off <laughs> <laughs> so anyway <laughs> I am so baffled by that a little bit. The movie uh, just it sets up the Justice Society to be just ripoffs of 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 like Avenger characters. Um, Hawkman for no reason is T'Challa. Uh, Doctor Fate for no reason is Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, he's even constantly doing this multiplying thing. When fighting the same what like, when Doctor Strange did the really badass multiplying thing to fight uh, Thanos, he's doing yeah, that to technique? fight this. Yeah. Or what's the Naruto version of it? Shadow Clone it? Jutsu. Yeah, thank you. Or Kagebushin no Jutsu. Nope, don't know. <laughs> no, that's the Japanese like, official, like, what it's called. Sure. Kagebushin no Jutsu. And, sure, and it's... And it's like a really complicated one. No, to do don't, that care. Mini, don't care to do that nope, many t- And in terms of hand signs, God he just it. does this. And this isn't even uh, a hand sign. I, uh, no. <laughs> so anyway, uh he uh he's he's basically Doctor Strange and he, you know, in the whole thing of like I see uh only one way this ends, that whole thing. Except the twist is he's like, but there's one other one. And that's if I break the rules and I sacrifice myself. So it's actually if, if Doctor Strange was even more heroic. Um <laughs> The like big thing that's more heroic like- or is he just suicidal? Yes. <laughs> uh, well I loved because I don't know if you did you see the pitch meeting on this? No. Oh, he nails it! Oh, like that, like he did with the She Hulk one. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. nails the She Hulk one so fucking so hard. fucking good. <laughs> uh, but he he points out that like there's gonna be this noble sacrifice and everything for the character, and he's like probably because we can't get Pierce Brosnan. Uh, like I was thinking, Pierce Brosnan, and we're probably only gonna get him for one movie. So that largely playing into why. What he does keep doing though that shouldn't be a thing is he just keeps taking off the helmet and. The whole thing about Dr. Fate is he's literally possessed when he has the helmet on. And that persona does not want to relinquish it. So he would not let him take it off just constantly like that. And simultaneously, the guy wouldn't want to put it back on over and over again. So it's like, you know, he's kind of a slave to the helmet. Yeah, like werewolf by night. Like like that, yeah. yeah. And so he that off that's not even that big of a deal it's mostly just the it doesn't make sense that hawkman's this powerful and they're all just avenger characters i mean e- even uh what's her face is kind of scarlet witchy and like how she acts and what and moves uh and it's it's a it's not a great movie it's yeah. not, it, there's a lot of cliches in that. So, Black Panther. Right. <laughs> and I think I just brought it up to be like, dude, fucking Hawkman, they just made Black <laughs> Panther. just like this. But now I just got caught up shitting on the movie a little yeah. bit. <clears throat> now I get, like, it's at a weird position where I'm like, oh, I should see that to know what he's talking about. But also, after everything you said, I don't want to really see it. It'll be on HBO Max. Yeah. I, su- I was surprised it wasn't already. While well, he just came out. No, but HBO was doing that thing for a while where they would release a movie on HBO Max at the same time they released it in theater. They I did think, it with, like, Suicide Squad. and I think they're seeing the potential to still make back more of their money in the box office. So, that's what they're trying to do. I think they're trying to milk that now. So, it's because uh, I think, too, maybe theaters are changing because um, I know MGR was doing this where newer movies were still being a higher cost than older movies when you went in to see them even if you went in at a matinee time and now they just have a matinee day and i think they're like mitigating loss that way because like no one's coming in on a tuesday so that's gonna be our matinee day because then we'll at least get business on tuesday and then the rest of the week we're just charging full price if not a little more on the new movies that people want to see because yeah, i remember i went there and it just happened to be matinee day what was i watching it wasn't smile yeah it would have been just five bucks yeah, um, fuck. What was the movie I saw before Smile? I don't know. I haven't no, seen Smile really. Smile was pretty cool though. No. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> I told somebody about that. I showed them the last two seconds of the trailer, and they yelled at me because they had nightmares. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, uh, anyway, there's this dude. He's obviously an African warlord douchebag, and he's like shitting on this other dude. Like, hey. You weren't supposed to help the enemy. And he's like, I'm a doctor. I was just healing people. And he's like, that's not good enough. This is Africa. And he hits them into a, you know, like like a, this is Sparta. But instead of kick, you get pistol whipped into a big pit. This, I know we just got back on track. Yeah. But this is just popping into my head because of Black Panther. And I can't not think of it. So You know what I can't not think of every time we, we even just say black? <laughs> is is that and it's not even black panther it's from the woman king trailer but that fucking (laughs) the the fucking the the song the 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 track of it it just keeps fucking (laughs) playing in my head this is oh all right this is how my brain worked it out it's like so andy circus is in the first black panther right and i found out a couple days ago there is a dinosaur Whose name is Andrew Sarkis? A dinosaur. Yeah. Whose species name is Andrew Sarkis. That's. Wow. Weird, right? Any relation? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. But if (laughs) that's a weird thing. If they ever do an animated movie on that dinosaur and they don't cast Andy Sarkis, I'm going to (laughs) be so upset. So mad. It's like, where's the representation? (laughs) Yeah. Of the actual Andy Sarkis, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, that guy gets knocked into a pit of bones, and there's a fucking wild ass liger thing there that's like kind of apish, like clearly a genetic freak of a animal. Yeah, like mutated. some Doctor Monroe shit. Yeah, and so that guy's fucked. That doctor gets eaten as he looks up at the blackbird flying <laughs> overhead, like superheroes. It's weird that my my brain is now putting together connections between Dr. Monroe and uh, Spy Kids 2. I remember one of the associations and why this popped in my head because the Blackbird's flying over him in this page. And that the ship that Hawkman has is basically the Blackbird. It looks almost exactly like the Blackbird. He's got a ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He can fly. yeah. But he's also rich. He's like he's like Iron Man meets uh, T'Challa, which I mean is kind T'Challa's of the same thing. Richer than Iron Man. There's no like. There's no actual uh, explanation for how he has his money or any of that. But he's wearing like modern dashiki esque clothes. And hip hop plays when he's introduced, <laughs> and dude, it is they. When I say that they rip off, T'Challa, <laughs> like I'm not saying he had any reason to have a a jet, but he has it, and it's made of special metal. And he has a suit that's that made is made of special metal. Even his helmet, like, does the the, the thing right yeah, where the it, like helmet. the auto helmet, like he has the auto helmet. I hate the auto and helmets. the auto armor I and mean, the only thing that's hilarious is because it's a bird face his eyes look straight up like fucking eagle eyes that like it's like it looks yeah. funny i swear to god if spider-man in the next movie still has an auto helmet i'm gonna lose my mind he shouldn't because he uh he he knitted together his own suit yeah that's just is why i'd be super fucking upset if he still had enough because he shouldn't He should have had an auto helmet for one movie. Dude, I would love for the next Spider-Man movie to really just have, like, an Alex Ross vibe. Because that's what it felt like right at the end there. Yeah, I could see that, definitely. And if they did a whole movie that way, that'd be so nice. Also felt a lot like um, there's a a quick Jed McKay run. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, he's writing him now. But, like, before Dan Slott took over Spider-Man, Jed McKay... Or not Jed McKay. uh, Man, I'm losing... Zeb Wells, Zeb, well. Zeb okay. Wells, Zeb uh, Wells, he he did a lot of like Spider Man in the Snow stuff. Okay, that like felt a lot like that, and oh. was like way more street level than they were doing at that time. Because it makes me think of like that Marvels series, yeah, which was also like there. It happened. It was like a lot of Christmassy themed yeah. times and stuff. That reminds me though, we got a cover for next Halloween. Have you ever heard of Ruined, or it's either Ruined or Ruins? No. It's a it's it's like if Marvel made an official creepypasta. Oh, dude. And uh it's so like over the top dark and fucked Yes, up. It's and oh. it's it's made to be like like Marvel's. Ah, fuck though. And <laughs> cuz I was thinking Midnight Suns would be a great book to cover for next year. Fuck. I mean, we could just do multiple of We've done like a month of Halloween stuff before. All right. But I'm down. Yeah, this is like Tony Stark died before he made his armor and the Hulk had like radiation poisoning and oh fuck <laughs> it's like it's like legitimately like when you listen to creepy about uh-huh. marvel it's like oh that's the same thing so uh anyway they they get back they get into uh african airspace and uh <laughs> uh havoc is trying to have a conversation with uh, Storm, who's like not really engaging with him at all. Uh I kind of felt bad for Havoc in this because he's trying they to do on well, him. and Havoc. he gets shit on <laughs> a lot, and he's just trying. You, you know like, what though? Or uh, no, never mind. I was gonna say this is post his. uh Don't say the M word, but no, this is no, free... this is before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just trying to do gonna, good. If it was post, don't say the M word. I'd say he deserves it, but no, he didn't deserve to be shit on. Yeah, yeah, that's moment. like almost. uh from this, that's like seven years away. Yeah. So this would have been like this two thousand five. Yeah, around then. Yeah. So, uh, he's like, "Man, so I guess being in Africa must have been rough growing up." And she's like, "Nah, I was a goddess. It was dope as fuck. If anything, you're a step down." Yeah, <laughs> she was like, "Not for me." <laughs> she's like, "Africa made me." And then she went into a story about how she like was uh was a pickpocket the first yeah. few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And being poor and, and all yeah. that stuff, like struggling. <laughs> it's like you didn't start off a goddess. Yeah. Like you still had a hard time at the beginning. And then she's like, it was everything. It made me everything I am. <sighs> so why don't I want to be here? And it's like, what do you mean? You <laughs> yeah. just like you were you sassed your way onto the plane. She's like clearly having there? a conversation <laughs> yeah. where havoc is not an important part of <laughs> at being. all. So uh <laughs> uh yeah so anyway they they get there and they're talking to the crew that was like yeah our boy got eaten and we didn't even see it happen and we're just lucky it didn't happen but we're guessing like a gator got him and they're like all right let's go check out these these gators and they are a bunch of big mutated gators and one of them gets uh storm and she's like not today lightning bolt she's like you know what happens to an alligator that gets struck by lightning you all die yeah <laughs> that's what happens because you're in water and it's it, also it, they're they're alligators which there's a much simpler way to take care of that problem especially when you're a bunch of superheroes and killing them all because like yeah they have a really strong bite force but mm-hmm. they do not have a lot of power opening their mouth so yeah, yeah, is duct tape yeah yeah <laughs> like you could have just duct tape. easily taken them out <laughs> iceman could have just yeah <laughs> 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 like frozen their mouths shut uh, Did Rogue have firepower during this time? Because she's hitting, like, doing fire blasts. I so think... I want, like... I think... Is she holding absorptions? Because no one on this team has firepower. If I had to guess, this is after... I, I think this would be after she no longer has Carol's powers, right? So, it might be when she gets Wonder Man's. So like, oh, okay. Or maybe, like, she still had energy blast from Carol or something. I don't know. Because they don't explain it. Again, the, all the dialogue in this is just very hoppy. Like, yeah. quick banter between each other, and, and it's mostly just pictures. Like, yeah, I have not read any of the X Men stuff around this point. As long when is it. Besides, we, like, House of M. And, hmm, like, then. I think we went from House well, of M. Well, new, new like, X Men's going on concurrently, isn't it? During this time? Uh. Two thousand five, no, yeah. it would be astonishing. Oh, yep, yep, that's right. I think New X Men yeah, ended two thousand three or two thousand four. Yeah, or at least uh, Morrison's. This there series, might have been still a new X Men book, but it wouldn't have been Morrison's run. I think that because the New X Men at that point were actually the kids. Yeah, that's when they started doing that. So the New X Men were because uh, Morrison's like, New X Men leads yeah. into. Uh, Whedon's Astonishing. This X-Men book was going on during New X-Men. Then New X-Men became Astonishing X-Men. Um, I think they still had New X-Men. Like, I think they had a New X-Men book, but, uh, Morrison's New X-Men goes into, like, the story of that continues with Astonishing. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Because New X-Men I just didn't want people to think they renamed the book into Astonishing when they... Had on right, going. right, right. Those characters, their story becomes a new book, and New X-Men is rebr- is, yeah. is a new story so I think about Chuck Austin took over after that and everybody hated it. I think so, but it becomes about the students. Yeah. Uh surge and Hellion and and them, which makes more sense. They're the new X-Men. Yeah. So anyway, uh they're fucking up these alligators, and uh Iceman's like Hey, I mean he's kind of hitting on Laura, Lorna, so that's probably why there's like. But again, it's just banter, so it's like I don't know what their history is. In this moment, he's like, "Hey, babe, let's." With who in Lorna, uh, Iceman, because he's not gay yet. Yeah, and I mean he's is he is because he's born gay and was, always gay, but <laughs> he's they didn't not, know that yet. He's, he did. Yeah, <laughs> um, no one knew that yet. I think it, wasn't it havoc. Banging her at this time, still, yeah, kind of like they, that's the implication is because he's like, Come on, baby, you and me together, shooting you know, the alligators, and then he freezes two of them, and then she does her blast, and he's like, Yo, we could have done that together, we would, what did work, and she's like, Don't be a baby, it, even the dialogue could have been better. Like, if that's like, if you're, if you're like smacking them back for like yeah. having called you baby, like, you, you oh. could have, like. That just reminds Retorted me. reported better. I'm like recently rewatching Community, and they have a line in that that is pointed out as being incredibly bad mm-hmm. because Pierce, Pierce wants to add in "Don't call me honey, honey" <laughs> into the play. They're like, "That's ho- no, that's horrible." <laughs> so, so then Havoc uh, is like, "Hey, stop bothering her, Drake, and get out of my way." And then he, you know, he's blasting alligators and then, then uh he's like back to back with lorna and then they do the thing that bobby had wanted to do with her where they at the same time they're like kapow enter like blasts at the, the gators and then bobby's like ice anybody yeah because that's a line because they went through that they went through that period for a while where everybody just hated bobby for like 15 years just <laughs> for everybody every fucking hated like and and none of his jokes are like good they're not landing they're not even like they they're just sort of depressing at one point he's even like i'm just making a joke and uh i think havoc's like yeah and they used to be funny yeah like, like they i don't know literally what you on about him now. from like around this period until he like comes out so they're like Someone clearly mutated these alligators. Now, we got to figure out who and, and find them. And then Storm's like, I'm going to go fly around. It's been a while since I've been here. And uh, so I'm going to do that. And, and Havoc's like, We're, we got a job to do. What are you, How about no? And she's like, how about I'm a goddess? Yeah, it's not gonna. Flies off. it's not going to take her a lot to drag herself away from them. Yeah, and then Wolverine's and like... <laughs> Wolverine's like, bless God damn it! <laughs> <Africa>. <laughs> Which is funny, because I'm thinking of a totally different song, because I can't hear or say it's been a while without thinking, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway... uh wolverines which i also always think is creed and i know it's not Creed. It's not creed no <laughs> yeah i know it's Stain. <laughs> stained is a much better band than creed <laughs> so anyway uh wolverine's like hey buddy don't take it personally she does it to everyone and by the way peace i'm also not listening to you yeah i'm sniffing some stuff over there it turns out it's her and i'm actually just following her uh and apparently wolverine can walk as fast as the storm flies. Yeah, because which is weird because his bones are coated in metal. Yeah, and he's got itty bitty legs. Anytime he swims, it blows my mind because he should just like be sinking to the bottom. Yeah, every time and drowning. So now uh, he's gonna kill this woman and her child. Like this, that warlord dude's gonna kill this woman and her child because uh, they <laughs> they did something he that made him upset. It was some administrative error or something. It whatever this guy's gripe is, none of them make sense. He's just tyrannizing people because he's like, yeah, they, I'm in charge. They very quickly become unimportant to the whole story. Uh, they only exist for Storm to liberate. Yeah. And so whatever tyranny is happening to them is very fickle. And they end the last time they show them, they like Almost kill an innocent dude and then they don't. Yeah, show him that. that was like wild. He's like, they're like, oh, the goddess came back. And he's like, isn't that Storm from the X Men? And they're like, how dare you! Blast with me. Like, yeah. And these are all the good ones now. So I'm assuming he's dead. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this guy's about to drop this woman and her child into this pit where that Liger monster thing is. And Storm shows up and she saves them with a gust of wind. And then Wolverine, like, fucking I'm gonna stab you but not really like he kind of cuts the guy but pushes him into the hole and the guy you know gets eaten because he's in the hole with the, the monster liger thing and Wolverine's like hey so what's up uh, you know What what are we doing? That you know the 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 Scooby Gang's over there doing the real jobs. What are we doing? Him catching up to her that fast kind of implies that she just took up and then landed a couple feet, (laughs) or that she so that was like going on, or (laughs) she did like a weird like walking pace hover (laughs) (laughs) while he's like sprinting. Yeah, (laughs) he's out of breath. (sighs) So hey, what's up? You come here often? Uh, anyway, uh, there's, there's some clashing between, uh, Gambit and Rogue. Like, I don't know. It's, in the X-Men books, it's very like high school drama-y, which I yeah. guess was a cheap way to write them for a long time. So that's why they were written that way for a long time. But none of it felt like it mattered. Like maybe Especially you had now to- now that they're married and yeah. it, like- none of that stuff does matter with them anymore they're like an adult couple yeah. at the moment who like aren't super codependent either cuz they find they find the remains of the reporter and she's all like oh well, maybe that that one gator must have pulled his remains here for a snack for later and uh, you think it being Gambit and him being Cajun that he's like, and mo no waiter Like, freaking out. <laughs> like, it was and then, it was momo gator <laughs> yeah, Well, yeah. Yeah. Because Gambit does say, like, that's a crazy equivalent of a crocodile TV dinner, which is like, you know, a bad joke. A bad joke. Yeah, a really bad joke. It's Bobby level bad joke, apparently. Yeah. And they she's like, Gambit now. And she's like, the man's dead. No reason to be glib. And he's like, I'm being glib. You said it was a snack. Yeah. I. I was following banter. Good banter. Now you're you're mad at me. Maybe like, she mad like, he was like cute, like he was a snack. <laughs> <laughs> that tarso shredded to pieces. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Look at that three-pack. <laughs> all that's left. Because the other three had eaten. Yeah. Like you could just imagine what the other three were like. <laughs> And it's an odd three. It's one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I'm sure everybody f- listening goes exactly what you're <laughs> yeah. pointing at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One on one side, two on the other side. Yeah, in a zigzag pattern. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then again, makes no sense. Wolverine's so goddamn heavy, but she's fly- uh stormed flying with Wolverine, uh, and they all find the lair together, and it's uh, so like, oh, well, this is clearly a mad scientist lair that. Uh, factory place, so this must be where the genetic uh, engineered monsters are being made, and then Gambit pulls open uh, a cage, uh, like a a curtain over a cage, and is like, yep, there's an ugly-ass monster in here. That's exactly what's happening. And then they find, like, a skeleton of, like, some fused fucking uh, monster-looking animal bones, and they're like, alright, well, something fucked up's happening, and then they get to what's clearly like the control room. And they're like, alright. This is where the, the mad scientist is going to be. And they bust open the door. There's a dude knocked out on the ground. And T'Challa at a computer and he's like, sup, buds? N- am, I, am I not the the monster you were looking for? Huh? I'm <laughs> not the monsters you're looking for. <laughs> I mean, it, there's also a weird tone shift, too. Because... He's kind of real casual at the end there, and then when you yeah. get into the <laughs> he's first like, page, fucking kill this dude. And, and then the next page, uh, or the first page of the next book, they're all like, "Yo, what's going on?" And T'Challa's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't come in here. This is not for you. This is like he's way more panicked." And and uh, the body that's on the ground, you know, is actually a dude getting up, and T'Challa starts beating the fuck out of this dude because this dude's like. Help me! And T'Challa's like, "Don't come in." And he's, he's <laughs> busy. I found the white devil. He's going down. Uh Which, by the way, in the first book, they they mention a couple of times, like, "Yeah, oh, weird. Black Panther's not around here." This does border Wakanda, and which then, is kind of racist. Yeah, he's not just around everywhere in Africa solving yeah. everybody's problems. <laughs> it's like you're you're a uh, a police officer in Detroit, and someone in Canada is like, it's weird that guy's not over here." <laughs> Yeah, it's like <laughs> fighting crimes. It's like uh that old uh racist white dude thing where they're not like aggressively racist, but they're like, Oh, you're Puerto Rican? Do you know uh, Elizabeth's son in law? <laughs> He's Puerto Rican too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, we don't all know each other. You know, Elizabeth who lives in Iowa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh Black Panther has the the secured like door get shut on them. And they're just watching through a peephole and beat the fuck out of this dude. And so they're like, well, clearly we have to break down this door and save this guy. And so they go to do that. And Black Panther is like, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. You, you don't know what's going on. And Wolverine's all like, Psh, I'm going to stab you. And he, T'Challa's all like, well, what if I judo flip you? And Wolverine's like, fuck judo. <laughs> My one weakness. <laughs> Even though he should know that fighting style, right? He should. He did, but he's stupid. He, he runs claws first every time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, he trains a shit ton in different martial arts just to be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rogue goes to help the guy up and uh, T'Challa goes to stop her and then Lorna throws a fucking sheet of metal in front of T'Challa to, so he can't stop her. And the guy's like, ha ha you, isn't this ironic? I have your power. And she's like, what the fuck? I don't even know what you mean. <laughs> um, which, quick thing about this guy, so it turns out, He's a mad scientist who used to be on Genosha, worked on fucking mutants. Now he's in Africa, and he's doing something similar. He's a, he's a bad ditter up to bad things. Uh, and he basically gave himself rogues' powers. He, he could touch a mutant, and he could take their power. And that's what he does. He fucking palms Iceman and Wolverine's faces, so he gets claws and ice powers, and he touches Havoc, uh, and Havoc, like, blows him through the ceiling uh, with his powers he, with his with his powers no, with his mouth he's like oh you're just like me now <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway so they could have caught him and really he just fucked it up uh, it's like that thing of like he's supposed to be the leader and he's actually the one who that's the bad guy go away because he's on a team with veterans and he's the one who's greener than everybody else which I guess is true but by Marvel time logic, but like... Except for Gambit and Rogue, right? Like, Havoc was one of the first new X-Men introduced. Yeah, but I mean, he's like, I think, pigeonholed in like a perpetual, like a younger status. Yeah, it's weird. He's on the team before Wolverine and Mm -hmm. Storm, and you think he'd figured something out about it. He he leads the X-Men in a couple years. He steals the name. He does. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, yeah, uh, T'Challa tells them... (laughs) You guys fucked up. This guy's horrible and says all the things I just said about the guy. Uh, Dr. Payne is his name. Yeah. And it's his game. <laughs> <laughs> the look you gave me. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, he, he's like, he's a real brutal guy. And then Storm's like, oh, yeah, and you're not. What about the one guy who rules the one place that you fucked up and knocked all his teeth out? And he's like, "How does that related to this?" Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, "I play pay attention to global political things, and this is Africa where I'm a goddess, and so this matters to me." Now, to when all you th- of Africa, she is, that's, with, a, that's a lot of people. I know, and that's what I was gonna get to—is that like. In both of these books, and I'm I'm emphasizing both of these books because I get the, the other books written by a white guy, and and that it's easy for people to start di- dismissing that like white guys like like oh well white of course a white person is going to write this this way, no 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 it's both of these books. Africa is relegated, it's like the as, as as one place yeah it's- and it's fucking enormous, and. This idea that either of these figures are anything to the whole of Africa is insane. Yeah. But that's how it keeps getting talked about. like everybody knows that Africa borders Wakanda. And that (laughs) both of those are just like New York. Yeah. Everyone knows it's like Metropolis and Gotham. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wakanda's in New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Which also, Metropolis and Gotham were never neighbors until they made them neighbors in that movie. Like... One is in New Jersey, and the other one's in Kansas, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one has to or be Or no, in it's Maryland, I think. Smallville's in Kansas. What? Well, either way, it would have to be close to Smallville. So... Is it? Metropolis, yeah. It, it would have to be. Why? Because he goes from Smallville to Metropolis. Yeah, but he's real fast. Everyone from Smallville... like Metropolis is the big city to... Uh, Smallville. So, so Smallville's just a, a rural area outside of it. So, if we're thinking in terms of, like, locally, right? Like, Detroit's the big city. Smallville is, like, fucking, like, you just go a ways south of Detroit, like, almost into Ohio. And you start getting into rural area again in some farmland. Did they, like, recently move small, uh or not Smallville, Uh, Metropolis to Maryland? Or no, is it... Or maybe it's Delaware. I think they might be they've, Delaware. They, they've never been consistent because they use fictional locations. But Gotham is definitely New Jersey, which is weird because that makes Batman a rich Jersey kid. Yeah. And that, that is weird. Yeah. Because Gotham should obviously be like... But like New York exists, right? So yeah. Gotham's like an extra place. Yeah. Weird. But I guess they want it close. Either way, they make these seem way too small when they're not. And then, uh, so Havoc's like, all right, well, clearly we got to stop this mad scientist, dude. But like, come on, dude, you were beating the fuck out of that guy. Like, how are we supposed to know? And T'Challa's like, well, you should have known. And how about you send the X-Men, who he's already touched after him because he can't steal more people's powers that way. And, uh, you know, Storm, come with me to do this thing and, and blah, 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 blah. Storm wants nothing to do with T'Challa because we find out he already broke her heart. And there's a whole, already a whole, like, backstory between the two of them. And uh, yeah, I don't know when their initial uh, backstory with each other happened. They do. A, they, I know there's a book about it. They're kids. I like, know- they knew each other when they were kids. Oh, all right. I thought you were saying their kid, because later they have a book that's, like, their kid. No, no, no. The um, Yeah, because it's, like, the kid with, like, the lightning panther. It's fucking dope, because he's in that Avenger movie with, like, all the kid Avengers in the future. Uh, no, it's... Uh, she's a child, and he's a child, and they, like, meet up or whatever. I've never read it. I just saw, yeah. like, images. Like it's- Xavier and Mystique and... So yeah. Uh, stupid X Men movie. <laughs> anyway, he makes he he basically makes them sound pretty bad. Where he's like, "All right, well, you should have known my intentions because your telepath should have read my mind." And they're, they're like, "She's not here. She decided to stay home
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> with with her sass." And he's like, "Well, how is that my fault?" He and- is like. You so the X Men came and you guys brought none of the useful ones. Yeah, he he really is. He's like, well, where's Beast? Beast can help me out. Oh, he's not here. He's on the same level intellectually as I am. Beast or Shadowcat? They're they're surely of some use, and it's like we don't have those. (laughs) We're not all beasts and Shadowcats. (laughs) We're the big boom ones. (laughs) There's millions of us. (laughs) So anyway, uh. He, he goes to Storm and he's like, so we're the real X-Men. And she's like, those are my friends. That's not cool. And so they leave because they're like, well, we can figure this out our own way. After she just had been talking shit yeah. to Havoc. And everybody's been mean to Bobby. And so she's like, well, you han. well, is like, you handle your business then and I'll handle mine. And she's like, yeah, I agree. And he's like, remember though, they don't care about X-Men. They need a goddess. And she's like, you got a point. So let me get naked. Yeah. <laughs> so she leaves out a corridor, and that's exactly what she does, just starts stripping. And she had to have right there, because later in the next book, she comes back through that same corridor, <laughs> and she has her clothes back on. Did she, like, Spider-Man them the wall? Probably. <laughs> like, just... like, she static electricity's them, <laughs> and they, like, magnetize the wall. <laughs> I picture her trying that and her clothes just obliterate and then this is like the fucking lamest for the X-Men so they're like doing a heroic run down a hallway and then they're like hmm smells like there's some sort of gas that's not right here Iceman freeze the vents and he's like on it and he starts freezing the vents and then the lasers start shooting and Gambit's like I got this and he throws a card to blow up the laser blast and then he breaks up with the vent and they're like fuck no the vent and it's knockout gas cause of course it is they lost a knockout (laughs) gas and then wolverine's the only one who doesn't affect right away which is weird because i mean i get it healing factor but also best sense of smell and all that stuff uh who and he um oh fuck that happens later i I don't think knockout gas affects you more if you can smell it better well you'd be more sensitive to it i think wouldn't I, you? I want to think so. I would think it's. Well, I guess yeah. It's 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 the amount that's dosing you, maybe. But either way, he then gets fucking chest stabbed, and it's fucking Doctor Payne. He was like, "Fucking how's that pain, huh?" And it's like, uh, "I like Doctor Payne Sounds like a, a yeah. mid '90s gangster rapper. I mean, this is called House of Pain. <laughs> this issue, <It's laughs> <got to work. laughs> he he calls it now. He he named it House of Pain. Uh, meanwhile, you got those uh, those rough and tough, evil fucking mercenary dudes running through the village, terrorizing it, and they got like fucking jackals or hyenas or whatever. Um, I think and, a jackal is a hyena. Uh, yep, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, I, I have it's to look. A, up it's the... a jackal. Jackal. <laughs> is it a jackal? Jackal. It's, yeah, yeah, it's I was a, so a jackal. <laughs> I got, I got to look it up again, but I'm pretty sure uh, jackal is just the Egyptian name for hyenas. Uh, <laughs> it's a jackal. Uh, anyway, so they see, like, a woman and her daughter, and they're just like, Witches! Get them! Because that's how they be. And then uh, the, the jackals get electrocuted, and they're like, What could have done that? And it's a fine-ass naked storm. Dressed like virulently virulently vigorously vehemently vehemently fun fact hyenas give birth through a fake penis vaginally Vaginally, (laughs) (laughs) help me think of it she vaginally descends down because she's naked yeah Uh, (laughs) <laughs> and she uh yeah she starts uh, fucking these dudes up and they're like oh no we can't beat electricity which is you know a good observation on their point because <laughs> because you can't because they're actively not doing it because <laughs> they're actively not doing it and T'Challa's is like trying to break into these computers like man if i only had some fucking useful help and i don't yeah. so this is taking a One minute of the good x-men and then he's like got someone patched into him they're like well what if we hacked it like why are you even there we could have just hacked this remotely because we're dope like that and he's like you know how many booby traps i had to physically get past i don't want this like fucking up our whole digital system with like whatever viruses it's filled with dude like it's such a headache and i'm here already so like why are you even bringing up something that's pointless that's not helpful it's not useful to say how come we aren't already doing this a different way we're doing it this way (laughs) So he's like, "Wait a minute! I smell something weird," and it's a big old ape just beating the fuck out of him, four arms like a crossbow. There's <laughs> a callback, yeah, to our yeah. Halloween episode. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a big old gorilla with four arms like Goro style, and he just starts fucking him up. And uh, a an, uh, baboon jumps at him, and this baboon knows telepathy and or like hypnot hypnotism <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say hypnopathy <laughs> hip 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 hop anonymous <laughs> this baboon knows <laughs> hip hop anonymous and so uh <laughs> uh so they're about to fuck him up because this ape is about to like do that double palm thing but like twice because it's forearms you know really gonna <laughs> fuck like up palm thing? really gonna fuck up his back while he's currently being hypnotized and then there's a whole like vat of stuff that dr pain's brewing up and he's like oh you guys are fucked i'm you guys are real fucked because Better jump around <laughs> yeah this is a house <laughs> of pain right here you're like all the x-men are like knocked out and they're like restrained in these weird chambers. I came to win out of being messed (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then he turns out a buzzsaw and he's like, you guys are fucked. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I just... The juxtaposition of these issues, though. Because it does genuinely look like, oh, this is terrifying. They really are fucked. And what's her face like? Uh, Lorna, she's like awake and her eyes are like bugged out like, oh no, because he's got... The saw getting ready to cut into her. Uh, meanwhile, back to the apes. They're a whole lot friendlier, Semen, in the <laughs> X Men book. <laughs> like the, the the gorilla looks more like he's hugging T'Challa than like brutally beating him. And the uh, baboon is like, "You're getting very sleepy, and you'll be mine." And what? And this is what I never <laughs> forgot about Marvel crossovers when they like do it between two books yeah. like it's got to be so difficult to write a story where i'm like i do an issue and then you do an issue and then yeah. i do an issue because like speed. why don't we both just do both yeah because are like one of us do all of them it's the speed of it i think because you're only work like i think they have an overview like here's overall what's gonna happen you do this part i take this part you do that part and especially with the artists you should at least be looking at what the last guy's page was yeah for your first page of the next issue and they're clearly not doing that um because <laughs> so this fucking cuz again the tone is way different and this it's like watching this the, baboon. uh the force awakens and then uh the fucking one Ryan Johnson did i don't remember what when that one is but <laughs> they is trying o- <laughs> to tell one story, yeah. and both of them are just have their own ideas. And it- yeah, T'Challa's only saved by this baboon not knowing the number two. Like it's counting down five, four, three, and it's like fuck. What's three? Uh, I can't. I'm a I'm a baboon. I don't know. It's more like a buffoon. <laughs> I don't know what comes after three. Uh, and then the Dormelage are like, how about two? As in. Two fine ass bitches straight out the Matrix about to whoop your ass. Cause they got the like the tiny itty bitty like uh Morpheus Matrix glasses yeah. that make their faces look hilarious. Like, like it's so goofy. It's so goofy. It clashes with literally everything you about them. Can... Yeah. 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 They look like it's uh, a goofy look. Like tiny uh they look like goofy goobers. though like the tanning glasses. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway. A bright orange so they start beating up these monkeys and uh, T'Challa's like "Yeah, thanks I could have had that but also why are you here I didn't tell you to come here and they're like you didn't tell us not to come here that was their sass back and, Yeah. and then you know they're beating up these monkeys and classic uh, Peter Milligan yeah and at the same time guess who showed up got dressed in that corridor Storm and she's like peeking around she's like I hear some commotion And she looks around. He's like, oh, my my ex-boyfriend with young women. Yeah. (laughs) Straight off the Matrix. Uh, And he's, like, just sitting on the gorilla. And, like, they're massaging him and fanning him. And she's like, oh, I'll see how it is. I'll see how it really, really is. Um, Oh, because part of their spat, too, before she left, was him pointing out that, like, the little midget one likes you. I could smell it all over him. And she's like, he's my friend yeah what about just you and your girl gross. slaves yeah like what about you and your harem you weirdo uh <laughs> and he's like wait they're just my cards i didn't do nothing i swear She's just like yeah i can tell am i what am i supposed to break tradition now we're three issues in and we get to the real bad guy of this story Peer pressure no Communism, <laughs> Call me. It just turns into like so. This guy, the Red Ghost, fucking like I an got, old ass villain. I gotta show you those. Uh, have you ever heard of Samonella? No. He does like these like stick figures. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. You showed me them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's one of them where he's like, this guy's giving away all the unused land that these people aren't using. He's like, what? No, they they can't do that. He's like, also making us pay uh, minimum wage, and he's like. That sounds like a, he's like, yep, he's a no good stinking commie. And he's like, commie, (laughs) commie. So that's exactly what he is. And he's being chauffeured around by some, you know, genetically engineered monkeys that is doing his bidding. and, And no one's, you know, batting an eye as like there's looting and pillaging and murdering going on around them in the society. He's like, that's what this place needs. Communism. And that's what I'm going to bring. And they go to, like, a field, and he's like, just imagine it, everything free and me ruling it all. Isn't that great? Isn't that a great idea? And they're like, "I, we guess. We we just learned what words were. Yeah. <laughs> like, the Dr. pays. like, what are you going to pay me in then? He's like, oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happens, too. So... Dr. Payne's beating the fuck out of the baboon because he's like, what do you mean you lost him? I gave you hypnosis powers and you couldn't take the dude out? And he's like, you didn't teach me to count. What do you mean? And he's like, oh, you're fucked. You, yeah. you fucking monkey. You're so... Like, I'm good. I have so many chains for you. <laughs> sounds so... Yeah, he puts an eye patch on him so that he can't hypnotize him. Yeah. And so... T'Challa's with Storm, and he's, like, still trying to be, like, look, fucking, there's no cutoff switch, first of all, to, like, shut these monsters down, so we got to find them one by one to beat them, and also, like, I totally don't bang those women. I get that they're my wives-in-waiting, but I'm a good guy. I don't do that. And she's like, oh, yeah, I bet. That's what you say to all the Storms. Yeah. (laughs) You say that to all the goddesses. You're just grooming them. (laughs) And so, uh a big ass just ugly lizard monster with a weird flappy mouth like it's just like a it's it's a horror show uh <laughs> it shows up and they just you know they beat it pretty easy but they're like these things are just everywhere aren't they uh meanwhile the kami shows up to Dr. Payne he's all like so how's our plan look- looking like you know you, you you're making more of these monkeys for me and everything's going good and uh, he's like, yeah, everything's going according to plan. We just got an issue with T'Challa and Storm's out there somewhere. But I fucking I got the X-Men, dude. And so we're going to have to talk because I'm actually killing it. And we got to renegotiate the terms of our agreement. And uh, Red Ghost is like, there's no renegotiation. I, I'm not paying you more money. In fact, I'm not paying you any money. We're gonna have a land without money, and he's just like, "What do you a land without money? But how am I gonna get money <laughs> <laughs> if there's no money? How do I get money? I need money. I can make more money just selling these monkeys for the experimentation. Granted, I did it already, <laughs> like get all the experimentation, <laughs> but like I can sell them to like you know, people, you know." The people who make shampoo got to test on Consumed something. sell them to, like, Fudruckers to be waiters. <laughs> like, I could, I could make money off these mutants I got. Like, what? You're, you're Your counter-offer to my proposition is now no money? You imagine every time you go into Walmart, you're greeted by a monkey. It's like, yeah, that, <laughs> what are you looking for is an aisle 10. Oh, man. But then inevitably, like, there are going to be, like, yeah, a monkey in a wheelchair. And, no, 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 oh. no, no, no. <laughs> There's still got to be one in a wheelchair. Like, it's always, like, you know. They're an equal opportunity employer, but the greeters are pretty regular. What 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 happens to those I would argue applicants? That they're not very regular. <laughs> well, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I mean that every Walmart you go into, the greeters are uh, kind of the same. An oldie, but a goodie. They're always nice. Uh,
1: sh-
0: we're shitting on them. <laughs> we need to not shit on them. We 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 need to turn the tide here. Uh, anyway, so what's his face is all like uh, uh, red ghost is like are I mean are they going to listen to us though like how and, and uh, Dr. Payne's like dude when I'm done with their brains of course they're not going to have any choice they're going to be our little autom- autom- automatons doing whatever we want which I think is totally cap he did not know like he, t- he he's like making himself seem like he could do more than he could actually do because he's all like I'm going to cut into their brains I'm gonna change it around They're gonna be our slaves Do what we want And then the next thing He does is go Alright guys I need your help (laughs) Like he just releases them And did none of that Which was also Jeffrey Dahmer's plan Oh that's why he was Cutting into their heads Yeah I thought it was to murder them No He wanted to keep them alive So he'd have sex slaves Oh so he was just It was mulligans Every time Yeah (laughs) Yeah Jeez. That's why the the like one kid escaped, and then uh, the cops were like, "Oh, he, this kid's real gay. We're gonna bring him back." So it's just practice makes perfect <laughs> so, with him. Yeah, he started pour, pouring boiling water into people's brains to see like if that would do it, and then that was just killing them. So he started putting like an acid in there. And... You know what's you know what's disturbing is I guarantee that not even just a person. There are people out there who are looking at him and going, oh, he just wanted to be loved." Yeah. Those people are psychopaths. That is insane. Like, that's a, but like, that's the narrative that like, can obviously be pulled from that. That's like, that's not redeeming. He murdered people and ate them and fucked their corpses. And like, he's the worst. (laughs) There is a, (laughs) there is a interview with, uh, Gacy where he's Uh like, he's basically like, yeah, I like. I killed some boys, but I'm like I'm not like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I'm not Dahmer. <laughs> like, it's like what the fuck are you like, doing here? You get so upset if you were like, yeah, you're <laughs> in the same category as like Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer. He's like, oh no, 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 I'm way better than those guys. Yeah, like I'm, a, I'm a good person. I just killed young boys. So uh, anyway, Doctor Payne, he releases the X-Men, all but one. Laura is the only one. Like he keeps us like collateral, and he's like, you're gonna do what I tell you to do. And they're like, No, we're not. We're gonna fight you. And he's like, Well, what if I use your powers against you? I'm better than you, see? Blah blam. It's like, Well, if you're so much better than us, why do you need us? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he does stop them, so the X-Men are like, Yeah, oh, yeah he's right (laughs) he's really good it's not like we've ever faced a guy (laughs) mimic who could do exactly this rogue (laughs) like they They faced this (laughs) challenge so many times and they're just like we're helpless to this guy they just pointed out something like that in one of the inhuman books i was reading because uh the one dude dante Mm -hmm. he has fire powers (laughs) oh my god God. oh my god (laughs) oh my god i love that he was trained by Gorgon, and then, like, the Inhuman City gets taken over. <laughs> Gorgon sounds like it should be an Argonaut. and I think it is. I think it literally, literally is an Argonaut. Gorgon is the Argonaut. God damn it! Gorgon of <laughs> <are> the Argonauts! <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, like, the Inhuman City gets taken over, and they, like, knock out a bunch of people, and Dante and, like, two other people are, like, sneaking back into the city. Uh-huh. And he's, like... Yeah, uh, I learned to control my powers. Gorgon taught me, and he's like, "So I think we're gonna, like he's gonna teach you guys, and we're all gonna be really good." And they're like, "Well, if Gorgon taught you how to do that, and Gorgon's captured, and we're sneaking in there, like what chance do we have?" <laughs> he's like, I, "I'm trying not to think about that." <laughs> so anyway, uh, this his name's Dante, and he's got fire. God, power. stop, stop because the stupidity of that is like distracting me (laughs) they point out that it's stupid a couple times which i don't know if you know this doesn't make it not stupid no it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't and that can that that's making me want to cycle back around to she-hulk and i don't want to do that yeah i was about to sit with she-hulk and Deadpool, and they're like oh it's it's bad writing and it's like well just because you say it's bad writing doesn't so you're all you're doing is acknowledging that you're wasting our time yeah (laughs) that is what you're doing you're acknowledging that you know it makes it worse (sighs) huh anyway so this panel makes no sense to me because he's like, this is where he shows that he has Lorena, but he uses Havoc's powers to shoot her first. What? What? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. What are you doing, Loroka? He got better, but like, <laughs> he got better. He got better. Turned me into <laughs> a newt. <laughs> I got better. That's such a good fucking movie. It is. Newt, uh, one of the few movies that gets better over and over and yeah. over again. I hated it. that movie the first time I saw it, and now <laughs> it's it's the, a perfect movie. The ending's so bad, it is, but the ending never makes it better. No, but how do you end something like that? Yeah, but also you don't just give up. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> exactly <laughs> what they did. It's <laughs> just like that's the end of the. Because <laughs> like they ran out of money, and they were just <laughs> like, "All right, well, I guess that's the movie." <laughs> So anyway, he's like, look, I got Lauren a hostage, and she's my collateral that you're going to do what I say you have to do. And if you don't do it uh, with the quickness, she's going to die anyway because I have mutated snake venom on a drip that's going into her. And if you do anything to try to stop her like from having that or stop me, it's going to release all the venom at once and kill her. Few things that bother me about this. One, most snake venom only needs like a t- teensy tiny bit to kill you when it's really bad. Yeah. So well, this, this is mutated, right? So it has to be mutated to be safer. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like a weird thing right there. Um, secondly, he everything he said and did was a lie up to this point. He's actually really bad at his job because none of what preceded this, like what is even up with that? That he was stirring. It was I'm- nothing. I'm 90, it doesn't come back into play. I'm ninety percent sure that he doesn't know how venom works. Like, it's not just like a oh you need a bunch of this. Th-. It's like it clots your blood and then that kills you. He's a man who sounds like he's guessing on science and so far has just been killing it. <laughs> <laughs> like because he's he got powers to absorb other powers and he got those powers but he's like so unsure of what's gonna happen it would next. be great if he's like on a hot streak and now he's worried that he's taking too many gambles he's gonna lose it it'd be it'd be great two things would be great about this if they found out that like he's just been guessing the whole time mm-hmm. and then like oh holy shit like no he knows nothing about like he like he does that whole thing he's like i don't think he knows how to snake venom works and then the other thing would be great if he just got all of his knowledge from zoo books. <laughs> so anyway, the X-Men get torn cuz they're like we can't be held hostage by a mad scientist and do his bidding, but then also like we are going to take out a communist. We are taking out a bad guy, right? But then it's like, but he's not going to stop there. He's going to keep wanting us to do more things. And fucking uh, havoc. at one point looks like he's a Beavis and Butthead character. He's like, ah, cool. (laughs) Uh, Where where he's like, I could blow off the apparatus. And uh, that's like, you know, dripping the venom. And Iceman's like, don't do that. Then what if I freeze it? And then someone else is like, don't do that. Because what if you don't? (laughs) <laughs> and so, everything, like, starts to devolve until uh, Storm shows up. And, then, yeah. of course, she shows up on the line, slaves. He's essentially <laughs> a, a dude who's got, like, his gu- like his fingers in the shape of a gun under his shirt. Yeah. And they're <laughs> like, oh, but what if it's a real gun? Yeah, what if it's a real gun? It's never a real gun. If it was a real gun, it <laughs> wouldn't be under their shirt. Uh, so, Wolverine's like, look, we can't just be slaves to this guy. And then... Storms like someone say slaves. What are you talking about slaves? We're in Africa. No slaves here. We don't do that. That's not. That's not. That's not. Uh, what this goddess stands for. And it's like uh, it's a turn of phrase. We're just talking about like because we're in this pretty bad spot where this mad scientist is going to kill Lorna if we don't do something about it. And I'm just now thinking, just now thinking. In this moment, they could tell her exactly what he told them. She's on a, a drip of this venom. If they do anything to damage the device. The device is going to put it all in her. Storm shoots lightning. You know what the speed lightning travels at? <laughs> <Is it> light? <laughs> light. <laughs> she could zap the thing before it does that and like completely destroy it. This would have been over right here if any of them thought. And they don't. Isn't there, like, a metal needle in her arm and metal conducts electricity and that would... (laughs) Dude? That brings up an even better point. Shouldn't Lorna just, like, magnetically remove the needle? (laughs) (laughs) That's entirely fair. The Storm one, I'm like, yeah, that that point is entirely fair. Because she's kind of conscious. They could just be like, Lorna, wake up. Cause she's making, she's like, yeah. Ugh. cause she doesn't have to. Cause like, if the point was like, oh, if she tries to like take it out, then it's gonna like start coming through right away. Yeah. But she can like seal it shut, yeah, and then take it out. Yeah. Also, they've shown her be the most awake out of all of them in three issues now. Yeah, she's so woke. <laughs> she's the wokest. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, this is also in that moment where <laughs> Doctor Payne sees her on the screen. And he has the little monkey on his shoulder. And he's like, ooh, Storm's here. We like Storm, don't we? And the fucking monkey's like, any port in a storm. <laughs> any port in a storm. And it's like, ooh, that monkey wants to fuck Storm. In any hole. Because the only thing that can mean in this context. In an order that would surprise you. <laughs> Ass mouth match. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it a good series?
0: Ugh. <laughs> uh. Man, I, I, I miss those things that Pete Holmes was doing. But I don't know that Pete Holmes isn't doing funny stuff anymore. I think I'm just checked out of whatever he's doing. Yeah, it's just probably not as much gold as the yeah. Batman and the X Men series. I think he's doing more serious things. He was like he had like a TV show, maybe even two yeah, of them. I think that's done now, though. Crashing, I think it was yeah. called. I don't know. Maybe it was good though. So meanwhile, these these mutated monkeys are like. <laughs> I don't mean the (laughs) 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 X-Men. But they they kind of are. They kind of are. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, But these mutated monkeys are like rummaging through one of the uh, offices. And they're like, what's going on, dude? Like, these guys both suck. And this one monkey that, because they saved him. uh, The the one that was being tortured. The one with the hypnotist powers. And he's like, I'm tired of all of them. I'm tired of... I'm tired of all humans, and I know there's a human virus bomb in here somewhere. It's like a a, a, a co co something. It's it's around here something. What's crazy <laughs> is these monkeys are also so unimportant to the story. So unimportant. They don't add any. They they throw a thing. Yep. And then the thing gets caught. Yep. Yep. They they do a bad job of mattering. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so he's like, there's definitely something around here that's like a virus that's going to kill all humanity. I just know it. You just got to find the tube. It's in here somewhere. I I saw it once. And I have hypnosis power, so I know more than you guys. And they're like, you got us there. You do know more than us. But, like, none of us knew anything a week ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, at one point, like, he's, like, reading a thing. And one of the monkeys, he's like... What, don't you know how to read? And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know Especially how to read. Especially not English. <laughs> Which is like such a weird thing. Anyway, so Black Panther, he's snooping around for answers still. And an even bigger creature comes at him. And what is that creature? Uh, something I've seen a few times, but I have no idea what it is. That dragon thing? Uh, let me see. This this thing. Y- you know what it is. Right? You've seen that around. Oh, Dragon Man. Dragon Man. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck Dragon Man is. He's a android. Oh. Then why wouldn't they kill it? Uh, It must not be... It looks exactly like Dragon Man. Yeah. It must be a genetically modified thing he made. Because it looks exactly like... Yeah. Yeah. So anyway... He's like, a, at this point, a member of the Fantastic Four, I think. So this is... <laughs> this is where there's something great that happens. Is, uh... So, the, pe- the village people that Storm saved are all together, they're like, fucking we got a goddess back. She's dope. She's dope, awesome. Man. And then one guy's like you can go. Yeah. A long <laughs> man. And uh then there's one guy who's like, what goddess? What are you talking about? There's the one chick storm from the X-Men? Don't you watch the news? It's all over the place. On the news. Yeah. Did you um, not read Chris? This is all <laughs> over the news. In the news. <laughs> it's always in the news. And then one dude's like blasphemer and fucking uh machete in hand drawn back and then you hear no no ah <laughs> like in the distance so they definitely like chop oh, yeah. that dude's arm off or, yeah, or probably his balls He that'd be fucked. the punishment right? yeah yeah he got fucked uh no he didn't that's why they chopped his balls off i i said he got fucked not that he did fuck he's him. not gonna be fucked he's not gonna be fucking yeah uh, I guess he could still get fucked because he's got a butthole. So. so, anyway. Unless they were plugged his butthole. The X-Men are looking for the the red ghost. And they're like, how are we going to find a ghost communist guy around here? Like, this place is fucking huge. And then he just sort of shows up. And they're like, oh, there he is. He's wearing green. I threw me off. But, like, he phased through the wall, so it must be the ghost guy. Uh, and, he's, and he's clearly, like, Russian. So... He's like, ah, blast. Here they are. And then he ghosts away. And then uh, Iceman's like, I got this. I'm going to ice everything and we'll see his breath and or footsteps. I will ice everything. (laughs) And then Wolverine's like, you asshole. I can't smell him now. I could smell him a second ago and you made everything cold. And now my nose doesn't work. I also don't know how, like, based in reality that is. I've never, like, not been able to smell in the wintertime. I think uh, particles move slower in cold weather. Okay, I can kind of see that. I know it definitely changes them up because you, have you ever, like, farted in the shower and it smells <laughs> <weird>? <laughs> Would that not be there's <laughs> the confined space? <laughs> no, it's like it's legitimately the steam. Like, it's moving. Oh my god, planet. that's horrifying. It legitimately smells worse. It's not just <laughs> confined space. <laughs> the shit's being brought to your nose faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh so Bobby fucks up once again and everyone's like, God damn it, dude. Um Is it Wolverine Canadian though? Yeah. Shouldn't he be like decent at smelling in Dude, that's uh, what I'm saying. He hunt like I'm h- pretty sure they've shown him a lot smelling in snow. They've shown him a lot hunting in snow with wolves naked. Yeah, which we didn't need to see all that. Mini a caribou has died. based on Wolverine smelling them a dead meese left and right (laughs) so anyway uh, T'Challa's breakdancing around fire as Dragon Man but maybe not really is shooting flames at him also he's wearing a codpiece so he's gotta be he's clothed this is definitely meant to be a character like it's definitely carried on it looks just like Dragon Man but like they never mentioned him being Dragon Man, and, and so it doesn't make sense for him to be there. Wolverine shows up, and he's like, you need a little help, dude? And he, like, stabs the, the Dragon Man's tail, and or the possibly Dragon Man. And he's like, I'm going to fuck this thing up. And T'Challa's like, no, don't. And he's like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, we got to fuck this thing up. And then the Dragon Man, maybe is all like, well, what if I fuck you up first because of doing that? And then Chala's like, you're overthinking things, dude. And he, like, thumps him on the nose and or beak because it's not clear what that is. And then it works. And he's like, oh, shit, that worked. And then the monkeys find the virus. And they're like, we're going to let this loose and we're going to kill all humanity. Fucking sick. And then the communist guy, Rogue, finds him, punches him in the face. Then he wakes up and Havoc's all like, hey, yo. Do you think you could phase before I pulverize you with uh, whatever my power is? <laughs> like he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know. <laughs> like it makes sense. Yeah, like his, does his come from another dimension like Cyclops does? Yeah, the or? blue ring dimension. Yeah. By the way, the first panel looks dope. And then the second panel is horrible. And it's like because, you know, the guy's coming too. Right. What's he coming to? A decision <laughs> on his life. Gross. But like he got he got knocked out. And so it's like he's waking up and you know, Havoc standing over him. With him, Storm and Gambit blacked out, it looks awesome. In the next panel, they're all the exact same pose, but the actual art is so bad. <laughs> like check this out, check this out. Check out look at look at Havoc's face.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Top panel. So fucking cool. It's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Second panel. And that's what got him. It wasn't the pulverizing power. It's the <laughs> looking up at that face. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's like, they're like, you're going to help. The guy wants us to kill you. Dr. Payne. He's all like, I I can't do this communist shit. I need money. So he, he's got our friend and he's using our leverage for us to kill you. We... Want you to help us get him. Yeah, they keep bouncing back between, the, yeah. like, what guy are we going to attack? Yep. And so then they have him as, like, a prisoner, and, quote, unquote. And then they take him uh, to Dr. Pan. They're like, we got him. And then he's like, okay, kill him. Like, his fucking head's right in front of your fist. Do your thing. And they're like, that's not part of the deal. And he's like, that's literally the deal I gave you. Yeah. This is literally what I told you you had to do. Otherwise, your, your chick's dead. Dunzo. Like, what, unless she has the power of magnetism all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden she's not going to not get killed. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't know what her power is. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> and nobody even knows how those fucking things work. So they're like, we're not going to kill him unless you let her go. And he's like, okay, well, if I let her go, and then how do I get out of here? Like, how dumb do you think I am? Like, dumb yeah. enough to put a metal needle? I like needle. How he sneaks into It's like, not like you could kick my ass, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> what if you did? But also, uh, but also, it's hilarious that, like, <laughs> and that was a real bad <laughs> B-popping I ended up doing. Uh, but it's, it's it looks real bad that he needed them to take out this guy in the first place. Like, he didn't have the power to just take out the guy. Like it's such a weird convoluted thing that he did where he's like I know that I have you beat but I'm going to let you all go so that you can go stop a guy that I literally have the power to stop because I had the power to stop all you guys. <laughs> but like you get what I'm coming from, yeah, right? It's like I guess like, you got two different people. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then to prove his point Rogue with fire powers, mind you now. Jumps at him and then he just freezes her. Too near death. Uh, Gambit has to like leave and then like burst the, the ice off so that she could breathe. So like she was gonna die. Like fire powers fucking flame on, bitch. Like what are you doing? Like get out of the ice. Like, yeah. Like how did you just. <laughs> it's like when Jean gets like the spit on her from Toad. It's like Cyclops has Selberg. She can't. She's trying to pull it off with her hands and also could have just stopped it in the air. Yeah. Or it's like Charizard losing to Ice Beam. He, he, what are you he's, doing? He, Charizard has lost to Ice Beam. Oh, fuck. He's a flying type. <laughs> he's it's in the anime. He freezes and he almost dies because they have to keep his tail alive. That's so and dumb. And that's why Charizard ended up uh, listening to Ash eventually because he got his ass beat to Ice Beam. That's so dumb. Well, Pikachu beat an Onix because it got super wet. strong electricity. <laughs> no, no, no. And sprinklers. Yeah. But still dumb, like, the sprinklers should then make him not immune to electric types. <laughs> anyway, so Storm's like, you know his power you didn't get? Lightning. Uh, yeah. and he's, he's like, like how are you doing that inside? <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, so anyway, he's like, I'm totally going to blow up your chick now who was laying down and now she's standing up. <laughs> it's like a whole weird, like, she's very inconsistent in how she's being held prisoner. Uh, and then T'Challa's like, "What if I bring in a Dragon Man?" And he's like, "God damn it! I didn't expect you to bring in a Dragon Man." And the Dragon Man bites his arm, and he's like, "God damn it! I didn't expect to get bit in the arm with a Dragon Man." And then he goes to stab it, because like, he has Wolverine's claws, so he goes to like stab it in the face. And Wolverine's like, "Not with my claws, you don't." And he like sass swipes him. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> and then, uh, meanwhile, this whole time, the uh, the Red Ghost was supposed to be because he's a tech savvy guy, right? He's a scientist too, was supposed to be undoing the contraption that was inside of Lauren, so she could be free and he can't do it. And he's like, blast this. By communism, I had no money to learn. Like the Western, the the capitalist dogs, science, I couldn't keep up with it. And it's not at all my fault. It's their ideological (laughs) fault for some reason. Really making an argument against themselves. It it is, (laughs) And he's like i am the finest of my age and my time everything else got better though <laughs> and then t'challa jumps up and he's like i got this And he like hits a few keys and just let go and he's like how did you do that he's like i got no time to tell you and you got no money to let me to, like yeah. to, to, to incentivize me to tell you uh and then i hated this so dr pain grabs wolverine and he like chokes him and he uses whatever firepower thing uh, Rogue had and then he blasts Wolverine away and then there's just a splat and then probably the worst Storm has ever looked in a panel and she goes oh goodness how does anyone survive that let alone Wolverine I don't think it's ever gonna oh and he's fine (laughs) <laughs> so it's like all this drama for nothing in one page, and Doctor Pan's all like, "I am like a god here, and I am stronger than all of you. I don't even know what I was wasting my time for. I should just stop being a scientist and be a supervillain because this, I'm fucking killing it. I am killing this. I am killed because Red Ghost pulls his heart out, and he's like, yeah. None of you did this. What, you just do this. It's done. I got it, Catman." maybe you're better at computers than me, but I got this. And Black Panther's like, I mean, I was going to also do that. I just, you know, one thing at a time. But, you know, you got me there. You did yeah. do it. <laughs> they're like, you were going to do that? <laughs> it like, was on the table. It was an option. <laughs> they're like, well, we're not judge, jury, and executioner like you. And yeah, like, we're not judge, jury, like, and executioner. <laughs> he's like, exactly, you're not. I'm a king. Of course I am. <laughs> it's like, who made you judge, jury, and executioner? He's like... Uh, the government of wakanda is kind of it's wakanda my thing <laughs> i just rewatched hot fuzz so every time i hear that i still do, like you're not judge judy in execution <laughs> anyway so all the people after seemingly massacring a guy show up at the factory where storm and the x-men you know all are so that they can praise storm And it just so happens the fucking monkeys are on top of the building there. And they're like, there's the people let's fucking kill them. And then they're arguing over how to kill them. Like we got to somehow release it in the air because it's going to affect more people than if you just like throw it in one spot and it breaks. And the fucking, uh, baboons like, yeah, well, how am I supposed to do that? I don't have the power of wind to fucking fly it up there and burst it in the air. And then, uh, the red ghost comes up and he starts laughing probably cause like that thing isn't even a virus to kill all humans like they don't know that for sure <laughs> they couldn't read it they can't read it it's just a, t- a vial of t- ooze it's, it's as likely to make them all ninja turtles as it is <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> like, it's like the canister to yeah for the snake venom so really nothing was going <laughs> into her system the time. <laughs> <laughs> like he forgot it the whole time yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> like he was gonna do that and then like realize, fuck, where did it go? And like, the monkeys at it. He's <laughs> like, oh, they'll never know. Uh, anyway, they do throw it. It's about to hit a little girl in the face. Uh, and then the wind does pick it up because you know, who can't control the wind storm, maybe not that baboon, but storm can. And she's like, how about we don't let that burst, whatever that is, and we put these monkeys on ice. And so, as we've seen, uh, you don't have air in that ice, and so Iceman murders these monkeys. <laughs> he just puts them down, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure one of them has a boner. <laughs> that looks like a giant ape boner in that ice. Yeah, fair. Uh. Anyway, T'Challa's like, hey, Iceman, can you maybe also take this vial of whatever and put it in a big old block of ice so it doesn't accidentally break open? And if Havoc's okay with it, and then Havoc's like, "Yeah, it's probably a good idea. You could do that." <laughs> and so everyone like kind of Everybody, makes like, up. Everyone like spends the whole fucking book gaslighting him. Yeah, he's not doing. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Wolverine's going to the storm's like, "Hey, you ready to go?" And she's like, "I'm not going. I'm staying in Africa because Africa needs me." And he's like, "Oh, all right." Yeah, she's like, "Are you kidding me? It's gonna dra- take a lot to drag me away from this." <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> fine i'll let the rest know and she's like thank you and then she like makes out with t'challa real fast yeah. she's like even though he's like oh, yeah so you're staying with me She's like no second fuck you yeah but also give you a kiss <laughs> yeah and then that yeah. monkey is like it's not over not cute. <laughs> <laughs> the same monkey that like you know any port in the storm yeah is watching from a distance and is like enraged Because that was his storm, and she's making out with another dude. Are you sure you don't mean engorged? (laughs) He's probably that, too. He's got a rage boner going on. I'm kind of surprised... What's that? ...that uh, you didn't want to cover a Riri story for this. Um... You know... I want to save that for an actual Riri thing. Fair. That's coming out, I think, next year. Yeah. Because Riri is dope. I the only thing i disliked that they've ever done with RiRi is uh the suit i didn't the pink like the suit yeah i didn't like the suit change well cuz one it's such like a girly girl move cuz it's not just the pink suit it's the pink suit and the heart and the heart at least makes sense is her, her name's ironheart yeah well did she pick that didn't she pick that name or yeah was it seems like it would be like, she's not a girly girl, but she's picking heart. Maybe she's just a uh, super fan of uh, Captain Planet and likes that. The heart <laughs> the <Yeah>. heart power. <laughs> Which, the power of heart. He has the strongest power out of that yeah. whole group because they call it heart. It's fucking mind control. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to get into too much, but I'm basically writing something very similar to this. And it's fucking, mi- it's fucking mind control. Well, it doesn't lead into Captain Planet, but, like, it's a, uh, yeah. It's all those elements, including what heart was, and it's like, oh, it's dark. General Earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Lieutenant Terra. <laughs> Lieutenant Terra Dotson. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, a couple things, right? That they not igno- like because her isn't her suit destroyed by Thanos? Um, like don't they fight thanos and he like fucks up her armor i think but so. she like saw Chitari and was like you know what seeing that Chitari armor got me thinking and that alone is like chitauri armor inspired you yeah they're garbage yeah chitauri are made fun of by everybody for because they're just a hive mind yeah like they even point out in uh uh what was it infinity war uh-huh he's like the Chitauri, like, all you got to do is destroy their ship, and they all fucking go down. And then, but, well, everything about the suit. I think the suit was a worse design overall, and also that, like, I never read her characteristics as, like, being kind of a girly girl and then going to pink. Pink's just, like, a girly girl character. That's yeah, hot pink, color. though. Yes, worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of worse. Uh If if it were purple or... Maybe she's taking it back. If it were purple or a maroon or blue, well, I guess blue would be rescue. But, like, well, no, because blue is only rescue in the movie. I think rescue's purple. No, rescue's uh, red, also or, or, like, silver. I thought it was, uh... The rescue armor... You know what it probably... Was... I think they did a rescue issue after the movie came out. And oh. And they changed the color of it. Okay. So I think that's probably what more. I'm referencing. Yeah, because the, the actual rescue suit... Uh, that he originally makes for um yeah because i'm not gonna Potts. at all claim that i know iron man shit more than you do yeah what, the what's i mean it has been a while since i read those but i it's it looked more the color scheme more like uh, the ultimate iron man where it was a lot of gray with accents of red and stuff so that was more of what the original rescue suit was it could have been yellow. The re it could have been anything but like the most girly color. I think, um, and then yeah, that I think the or design at least, like, was make, more maybe stupid. not make that the dominant color. Because here's also what the problem with Iron Man is: he's supposed to be the cutting edge at all times, right? Like this is whole point. He's always advancing the armor. He's, he's always pushing. Yes. Well, his bleeding edge armor was technically the most advanced armor he could have had. And then they realized... Was that the Extremis? Oh, no, we did it. No. It was this... uh, Oh, no, it was the... Stage after. Yeah. But it was because of Extremis. So... So I thought Extremis would be because, like, isn't it... Is Extremis still, like, nano, but it's controlled by his brain? Yeah. Yeah. So, what he realized was he wasn't pushing the limits of what was possible with Extremis. So, it was originally just... Allowing him to attach the plating of his armors to him, and then he realized, oh, my whole armor could be this. So basically, what Tony Stark has in Infinity War, that's the bleeding edge suit. That whole like the nanotechnology yeah. is creating itself and forming over his body, and it was so advanced that like there's uh, one point in the comic where he's like making out with this chick, and she's like on him while he's driving, and they're like their faces are mush, and it doesn't even matter because he's actually seeing through his fists. On the steering wheel, because he's one with the armor, and the armor just formed over his hands so that it could activate, so that he could still drive. Yeah, it safely. works more like a symbiote. Yeah, you, like you can just see. Exactly, everywhere. it was a technological symbiote, and so how do you? You've already you. That's the peak. Like you can't yeah. advance that. At least out of anything that like our brains could currently think of. Like. Exactly, and so what they did was scrap it entirely. Yeah. Cause they're like, we can't go up anymore. So. Made a new thing and just said it was more advanced. But in pra- in practice, no it wasn't. Like he was doing way doper shit with the other thing and that there was no flaw with that. They just decided, uh, now he's in the black and yellow suit <laughs> and then he went up with the Guardians in space and created like a more space age one. All that to say that he ended up back around to uh the suit he had during Civil War Two. That was like the next stage of like peak. And Riri ends up in a version of that suit. That's that's what you know she's wearing in in that statue. Now they're just making Iron Man's armor bigger. Yeah. Like I just read one uh uh the new issue of um what's it called it's one of the avengers books that jason aaron's writing but not the main series one Mm -hmm. it's like oh uh avengers forever so it's called it's like uh they're trying to like they're they're trying to form like a universal avengers team okay and it's uh like the prime ghost rider which is robbie reyes like in our universe goes and finds like a version of tony stark that's ant-man but he's like still an alcoholic and they're going around and finding like the best versions of Avengers that they can find. Mm-hmm. So we, they're trying to find like all right the now best we got to find the around? best Tony Stark because nothing's going to ever bring them now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of them is they you basically find. I think you would like really like this issue because it's just showing like okay. the different versions of Tony Stark. Like, and he's a no matter what he's a fuck up in every universe. Uh-huh. Uh, like he's he's always an alcoholic still. And it's like so. Our... Even finding the one that's the best around, there's something always bringing him down. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's it's the song's a like, lie. Kind of showing you that like how Tony Stark is in the main universe right now is probably about as best as yeah. he gets. So instead, they just end up forming like this big uh, support group of all <laughs> the like alcoholic Tony Stark. So there's like one who's uh, still in the cave. Yeah. And he's been there for years, and like all the guards are dead. But he just keeps building armor and he's like, it's got to be perfect. I can't try to escape unless it's perfect or else it's not going to go right. And he's just like, keeps building armor. And there's one that is like the size of a galaxy. Wow. And uh, his brain is just like in that. He's literally galaxy brain. Yeah. And he, uh, he fuels himself by eating gas giants. Ew. Yeah. (laughs) Homie eats cosmic farts to live. Yeah. (laughs) Yuck. So, yeah, yeah, I think you'd find that issue interesting just because it's showing, like, all these, fu- yeah. like, no matter what, Tony Stark is, like, a fuck-up alcoholic. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or worse, a cosmic fart eater. <laughs> yeah. But it's, his alcohol. <laughs> it's his alcohol. It's still his alcohol. still his alcohol, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, there's one good version of Tony Stark that he finds because it's just, like, an old man who's, like, about to die. Mm-hmm. And he's like just a small town builder, and um, he's like living in a lonely world. Yeah, sure, (laughs) that made sense. (laughs) But he uh, on a midnight train. We we don't do journey here. (laughs) Are you doing journey? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You just said small town, and it's just like yeah. But he he basically was like, well, yeah, you have to be broken to fix broken things. And then the Ant Man Tony Stark is like, oh, I should probably stop drinking and. Fix all these fuck up Iron Men that are everywhere. Ah, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, also, I feel like Riri is due for a new armor anyway. So, like, I really like.
1: They really I, haven't I done anything of, with her
0: in a while. Yeah, and hopefully they do now that she's gonna be. Oh, they definitely. I'm surprised there's not a book out right now with her. Yeah. Um, I don't. You know more about her than I do. Does it make sense at all for her to be in? She's yep. a black character, kind of so forever. they're black. No, that, so that's literally the. Uh... They're it. They're they're black. That's that's one of the annoying things is how actually racist all the like not like anti racist shit that goes on is. It's like, like if you take a second to think about what you're actually doing, it's worse than what you yeah. fear is the case. Like when you take Shang-Chi, I mean, and I know we've like beat this horse to death in terms of like uh, this character, but like his whole point was he was so fucking good at what he did. Yeah. He could keep up with these superpowered C- beings. And when you think about what he did as the ancestral ancient art of China in their martial mm-hmm. arts, and he was so good at those, how is that not? Peak pride in that culture and that even race tangentially. Like, why did you need to bestow something on him that implied he would have been not able to do anything if he didn't have it? Well, and it like it kind of kill it kills a lot of the things that are cool about Shang Chi. Yeah, and like I think probably from like you and your friends coming from martial artists. Yeah, that. It's infuriating that the one character who, his whole thing is he's so disciplined, and he's an incredible badass that can keep up with these yeah. like inhuman super powered monsters. Yeah, he was the super jet. Uh, uh, Bruce Lee. He was the he was Bruce yeah. Lee. If Bruce Lee could be a superhero, and the first thing that uh, the MCU does with him is they're like, ah, he's not, he's not good enough to keep up. And then conversely, right, with Iron Fist. How is it not racist to go? Because isn't it racist for the longest time, uh, the assumption that if you're Asian, you know kung fu. You're Asian, so you must know martial arts in some way. Yeah. That is a racist concept because, no, they're just people. So, like, you either are into martial arts or you're not. Is it heavily in, like, uh, regional cultures? Sure, But not even everyone in Japan knows of martial arts or in China trains in martial arts. It's just they have different unique versions of martial arts there that are fun to watch and participate in if you're interested in it. It's honestly like, I mean, uh, I'm talking from a place of ignorance of this, but like how much different is it really from America having boxing? Exactly. But no, no. It's, it, it's yeah. just a different fighting style. I yeah. mean, it's not necessarily martial arts. But no, no, like, it, but it is. Yeah. It's it's a sport version, but people – there's a – especially farther back, people like this concept of like boxing isn't a martial art or wrestling isn't a martial art. It's like, no, you're think because you have it framed in your head that martial art has to be Asian and that these people are white or black or whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, are you – is it – Uh, a thing that you do to enact violence on another person with your body, that's a martial art. Well, it's Uh, like uh, here, if you called, like, Spongebob an anime, people would be like, you're an idiot. Yeah. But it just means cartoon in Japanese. Yes. So, to, like, to Japanese people, Spongebob is an anime. Yeah. It Dorks, dude. Fucking dorks. (laughs) But uh, what they did, their, their outrage with Iron Fist is, He's a white guy. Why is an Iron Fist Asian? Because he doesn't have to be. The Iron Fist is a mantle. And in the comics, Danny Rand is white. Like, wanting him to be Asian because he's doing martial arts is a racist idea. So they keep taking these sorts of point positions that are stupid. The dumbest argument I've heard about it is that they're perpetuating the white savior thing. He gets the power of the iron fist and runs away. He screws them over. yeah, <laughs> he's not a white savior. He fucks them over the first second he gets he's a he he's it's a big problem. He's kind of a coward slash kind of you know homesick because he's also a captive, not like. We're, how we got gotcha, you, but like but yeah the gates only the, open every like 20 years so he he can't possibly have a life outside of it so he was there he excelled he did something unexpected and then he isn't the hero they needed him to be because the temptation of going back to what his old world was was too great and then he tries to be a hero there while simultaneously feeling like a hypocrite because he abandoned Kunlun. So he's trying to uh, integrate all these things he had learned. And every time he says anything, any teaching or any wisdom or anything of value he got from Kunlun, he is simultaneously stabbing them in the back because he abandoned them. And also anybody who's the iron fist that's not from Kunlun is stealing the power from them. doesn't matter if you're Asian. Yeah. You're not from Kunlun. Yeah. And that's, that exists within Kunlun. There right. are very resentful people who are like, why are you... Like, it's not as if it's yeah. unaddressed. Because Swordmaster has it now, and he's an outcast. Yeah. because He's not from Kunlun. Lun. Yeah. Although, I dislike what they're doing with Swordmaster. I think it's just you dislike Swordmaster. No. no. I don't like him either. But No, no, no. I, they could do cooler stuff. His sword was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> <There> are, <laughs> then they I, broke it. No, no. I, I dislike their approach. Their approach is like... He's the only one that's worthy because the dragon gave it to him. He didn't just take it. Yeah. Which means he didn't earn it. Exactly. Because the entire culture is based around having to face... Even the dragon knows this. Like, so they created out of nowhere an animosity that the dragon has to all the Iron fists that, like... Okay, but he hadn't had this for centuries. Like, there's plenty of interactions... That Danny Rand has with the dragon, outside of him av- having actually faced it, even the little weird like tie-in they did with Kun Lun to AVX, he comes up with a young Shaolao Lao the Undying that's helping him fight the Phoenix, like they're comrades. The power is for Kun Lun. They need to have someone worthy enough. You literally get it by hugging him. <laughs> like like what <laughs> So I, I it feels like a dismantling of their own ethos to do that. Yeah. Which also there was already a current uh Asian girl that was that has iron fist power. Yeah. And they're they're like oh, yeah, figure you get about. I mean like she's really young, but like why bring that in for anything if it's never going to go anywhere? <sighs> I don't understand what what their mindset is i'll tell you this if i could write any story obviously be cyclops if they wouldn't let me do a cyclops thing i would legitimately like to do iron fist because i feel like this hasn't been told from a martial artist point of view yeah this has been told from people who like observe martial arts and don't actually do it and then they go oh that's what this must be like i feel like there's only been like three people who have written iron fist that i'm like yeah that was really good uh-huh and they gave it a lot of respect two of them worked together okay uh it was bruda baker and Fraction. i yeah and i like that uh run. and then That was the one with, uh, where they did like the different Iron Fist. They like little short stories. Yeah. And, uh, you got Randall, right? Yeah. And yeah. And then that story, uh, they stopped writing it at issue 27 and another writer came in at 28 and he did a really good job. Okay. And then the next series they came out with fucking garbage. Well, uh, it, like it didn't look decent. It Mm -hmm. wasn't written well. It was, uh, um, the uh, the immortal weapon, I think it was, or like just the immortal iron fist. I would even like a story of Danny Rand without his powers, because they've set it up right. Danny Rand doesn't yeah. have powers; and he's, he's still a martial artist, but he's in the really. background, and yeah, he he feels hurt after doing, but he's still out stopping bad guys. He's the de facto Shang Chi now, but without the same precision of Shang Chi. So he's just a, 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 he even says it in like the first issue. I'm just a guy who knows a lot of Kung Fu and he's like stopping a a monster or some shit. I would like to see a story on him like that, like without the Iron Fist power, but still like embracing and probably shed of the responsibility of being the immortal Iron Fist, because the one thing we haven't mentioned yet is that the Iron Fist is kind of fucked. You're, you're a weapon. You're, you're to be used by a place. So are you? Did he fuck them over? Yes. Were they actively fucking him over? Yes. Like, it's always one of those, like, you like these people, but also, like, you don't like that, like. Yeah. Also, every one of them, or the, like, the name that you get is the Immortal Iron Fist. You're yeah. an Immortal Weapon. Every single one of them has died at, like, in their, uh, I think, 32. Yeah. It <laughs> to be Every single them. one of them has died at 32. You're not even a live decently long weapon. Yeah. Yeah. They go through you. Yeah. (laughs) Danny Rand is the first. Well, second. He's the second one to make it past 32. Hmm. Uh, And the only one other uh, only made it past that age because he was constantly doing drugs to like hide his G. Yeah. Yeah. Running away. And then as soon as he came back, he died. Yeah. Yeah. He lived a while, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Randall lived a while. Especially for uh, a dude who was doing heroin. Yeah. <laughs> he lived a long time. Apparently that, that uh, Iron Fist Chi fucking gives you a high tolerance to opiates. Um, but anyway, so with Riri, that's the only connection. Wakanda's yeah. technologically advanced. They're black. She's Did black. Did she like, because I know they have like an exchange program. Did she that's even pro- like was a part of no. that? No. Like- no, she, she idolized Iron Man. Her integration is one of my favorites because it makes sense. Like This is always my delineation of like, okay, from the corporate point of view of trying to catch the largest demographic we can, you're looking at who is buying so you don't really need to pay them too much attention, who isn't buying that you want to pull in, that you want to pay attention to, I can totally see them going, okay, girls, black, we got to get them on board. They need more representation, especially in an era of... I don't see me in this, so I can't find it. Like I'm not an orphan. I thought Batman was dope. Like, like I don't. I wasn't rich either. It's like, oh, it'd be cool to have all that money. To yeah, but do you a- didn't grow up with your dad. I grew up with my dad. Well, uh, with uh, your sperm donor. That. <laughs> all right. Yep. Okay. But I never even gave that thought. In all honesty, that like my dad was. And to be technical, my stepdad was my dad, like, my entire life. And, you know, other than him being at work all the time, like, but I never once thought about, even after they told me, like, oh, yeah, you have a biological dad that's out there. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know that, dude. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So, I, yeah, I know nothing about him. So, I never had, like, that feeling. But, uh, the, with, what they did with Riri made total sense. Uh, Iron Man's, uh, stats or whatever like like the schematics for his suit leaked she was already into engineering she was already a fan of Tony Stark and Iron Man and all the iron shits she gets a hold of it somehow she starts building her own suit like and I think she might have even been building a suit and then this like filled her in on all the parts she was missing whereas other like and Tony and, and uh, Rhodey were dealing with like All these other groups that were doing it simultaneously themselves, like building their own Iron Man suits, stopping them. And then you have Moon Girl. Moon Girl is just given ultimate powers in her field. And all right, she's an intelligence character. She's the most. I that's boring. That's like Superman is boring. She's boring. Like once you get make someone the most of a thing. Well, especially, They're boring. Especially and what- intelligence that, like, you can be the person in the world who's capable of the most intelligence, but that doesn't just make it everything yeah. appear in your brain. You still have to learn it. And it... it yes. it, And I hate the argument of, like, oh, it's comics. It shouldn't be realistic. is like, as a writer, you should still be... Your story should make rules... Or should make sense within the rules of your universe. Yes. And you can't just have all the knowledge from nowhere. You can you can be the most capable of holding yeah. the most intelligence, but you still have to learn. And you couldn't do that in being... How old is she? Like seven? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, she's... she Ten or younger. For sure. So she should be absolutely capable. She could have the highest IQ. Mm-hmm. But... She shouldn't be smarter than Reed Richards. And and the thing is, you never see her actually be smarter than Reed Richards. At least in any of the crossovers I read her in, but she's just labeled that. And it's like, well, no, she's not though. And then it's like, also, well, then everything's her fault. Yeah. Like as Plus, soon as someone's the most powerful, being everything's their fault. Smarter than Reed, then like, what the fuck does Reed matter? Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Like, cause now uh, there's a shit ton of people smarter than Reed. He should be the smartest guy. Like his daughter is making him look like an idiot all the time. Yeah. In fact, that's exactly what happened uh, during all this. Um, what's its face? Uh, the the axe thing. The the Fantastic yeah. Four tie-in. He he's trying to figure out how to overcome what's going on. So he's like, I'm going to lock myself in this super sensory deprivation chamber to try to think our way out of this and while he does all hell breaks loose yeah Every, it's fucked for everyone except for uh it's basically um uh what's its face uh oh, god damn it god damn it, i can't think of his name or the thing it's the one movie die hard <laughs> yeah i was i was thinking die hard the, are you talking about sue's story yes yeah. Sue's story I'm is i'm surprised you read sue's story all, I, in, all the tie-ins yeah oh, i grabbed all the tie-ins that surprises me that you grabbed the fantastic Four ones you know i didn't want to but i did but, <laughs> but, but your story is basically die hard that sucks for you too because that's literally the first issue after slot left was that and slots run was people will probably get pissed at this but slots run was pretty good no people just hate dan slot i don't know why because he made uh which is stupid but he made um uh name i'm blank franklin he made him not a mutant oh well then now i know why uh, but also dan slot is one of those people that he makes huge swings Mm -hmm. and he either like nails it or he whiffs really hard he didn't he do uh superior spider-man yes which is one of his so fucking good huge swings and then right after that he did uh Peter Parker, CEO of Parker Industries, which was a huge whiff. Like, (laughs) that's the problem with Dan Slott. You're either going to get a great story or you're going to get like something really dumb. That's so funny because I loved Superior Spider Man and I bought the back issues and I was, I I caught up and I was like, this is so great. And then I stopped collecting Spider Man. (laughs) Uh, um, But yeah, so. I, I feel think like you read Riri the story right after that too, because it's Spider Verse. Possibly, well, it's Silk's first appearance in Original Sin, and then mm-hmm. it goes into Spider Verse right after that. So, but anyway, what Riri did was, she was a character who was built into the background, and came in, and actually helped save Iron Man when he was in a tough spot, and then when Iron Man is viciously beaten by a Karen Carol with godlike powers by a Karen Carol by a Karen <laughs> I'm 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 uh acknowledging does, her title not her name in, in that same story she does try to arrest a black kid for doing nothing because he might commit a crime dude she's on Tony's case like her whole beef with Tony personally is that, I get that he's been your friend for literal decades and you've saved each other's lives and you've helped like it, and you were each other's rocks during crisis. But I've been banging him. I think for each a couple sp- oh, wait, months. No. I was gonna say I think Carol and Tony were each other's sponsors too, or he was her sponsor. But, like, but, but Carol was just, like, banging Rhodey for a couple months. Yeah. And was just, like, my heart is broken and no one can feel this bad about losing him. And Tony's, like, well, I mean, I kind of can feel at least as bad <laughs> as you do. I mean, maybe more. But, like, you can't say, like, I can't feel as bad as you. <laughs> like, that was kind of the vibe between the two of them. Um, yeah. They had, during that period, they had, a, like, a point where they, they knew they wanted Carol to be their wonder woman yeah because like marvel never really had that she was the closest one so they well, were trying to push her really hard and they just couldn't get the right writer so they rebooted her over and over and over again i mean there's a couple that, of years but like marvel whiffed it on that event well yeah because that was the last thing that bendis did before he left he did not care anymore nice you know what though I like that. I like <laughs> I like that idea that you go out on a fuck you <laughs> where you're just like, I know what you're doing with this character and I'm gonna make her do like she is going to be the villain. She's gonna look like the hero. It's gonna be over and they're gonna say she's the hero, but no sane person can read this and go that she was the hero. What, they literally have moments in that book where Tony's like, Am I am, am yeah. I being crazy? <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody tell me if I'm wrong on this, and I'll stop. Like, Cap, tell me I'm wrong, and I will stop. It's like, we are not minority reporting, right? Like, yeah. this is wrong? Uh, yeah. Like, so, Tom Cruise is short and crazy, right? We all knew this. So then she uh, takes on the mantle of Iron Man first, then becomes her own character in Ironheart, and is, like, kind of coached through with Tony in, in terms of the A.I., and doesn't just blindly do whatever the AI says to do. She has disagreements with the AI. She does what she wants. Sometimes the AI is right. Sometimes the AI Tony is wrong. It's a dynamic that is a it's back and forth and it's interesting. The idea that you just make a character and they're automatically great and they face adversity, quote unquote. But really they just like get over it like there's nothing is boring and it's it's pandering and you're just doing it to sell the book. And at I that feel point like she it's like, we had the, the same issue that people have tried to use with Cyclops too, where it, they're like, Oh, the, the character is like a too like perfect and they have no flaws. And also they did this thing wrong. And this yeah. thing wrong. it's like, you just said they had no flaws and now you're naming flaws. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> I'm sorry. What is this relation to? Is this Riri that you're talking about? Yeah, like or... Riri and Cyclops are like where like mm-hmm. people had said that like, oh, Riri's just like she's perfect coming in taking no. over for Iron Man is like she had a lot of character flaws. She had a lot of character development. Those people are racist. Yeah, those are actual racist people. Like I like I never at, like hold the position that like there are no racist people getting outraged. It's the oh, what yeah, racist Like no no no. There are absolutely. But it's not everyone who's anti whatever the change is or the transition is is racist. Like uh, my issue right with She-Hulk twerking had absolutely nothing to do with yeah. the fact that She-Hulk was twerking. You just didn't twerking. like that her ass was bigger than Megan's. I tail. didn't like exactly, and yeah. that she was so much so good at it. Like I no, no, nothing about that makes sense. She <laughs> she doesn't have an ass. You can find vast. Amounts of like artwork for She-Hulk that show her without an ass than with an ass. I'm not saying there aren't ones with her with having an ass out there. I am just saying because I once had the uh, converse argument. This is why I know this. I was once trying to argue the fact that She-Hulk was hot to somebody and I I wanted it to be that she had a big butt and she just just did it. (laughs) So I know this from a – but also my, po- my point wasn't that she was hot because of a big butt. It was just that, like, she's attra- – like, she has muscles, but she's not, like, roided out. Like, she's not, like, a female bodybuilder-looking character. She can get there, but that's, like, a transformative thing, right? So, like, obviously that's not the, like, attractive part, yeah. but, like, like, she's not an ugly character. So I took that argument once and I couldn't – find like, when I was building my argument for that argument, when I was building my side – I wasn't finding the evidence. So, conversely, now I know she doesn't have an ass. And even if she did, it would be muscle. It would be like, it'd be a rock-hard ass. <laughs> it'd be a squatter's ass. There was also all these people when they announced the uh, the casting for She-Hulk. Uh-huh. That hated it because uh, her name, Tatiana, I always forget her last name. Oh, the actual actress? Yeah, because or- she's, she's small that's fine uh that's not just fine that's perfect yeah because Jen Walters is small yeah she's a very it's a a whole huge thing in her character that she's canonically like 5'1 yeah she's an attractive woman I don't understand people wanted uh uh oh who was that one chick from the Mandalorian oh Gina Carano yeah people wanted her at first fucking dorks yeah No, what is this? She's supposed to be like Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, (laughs) they're not gonna paint her green. Yeah. Oh my god, And, and that's what it is. You know who Gina Carano's biggest fans are, and this is nothing against Gina Carano. I feel like she got fucked over with the Mandalorian stuff, but her fans are these dumb fuck racists. Like, a large chunk of them are right. They're those fucking uh, Ben Shapiro, Dick Writing, like Daily Wire loving uh, Tucker Carlson uh, propaganda gobbling fucks. That's who they are. And there's definitely like a conglomerate of them. They should shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> they don't know comics. They're just as bad as like the Uber woke that like Shane Chi yeah. has to like have. Every time I see a and, Punisher and, sticker and on Iron somebody's v- truck. Yeah. Yes, those. Oh. It pisses me off. I like Punisher. I have a truck. It'd be cool to put a sticker on there. But I can't because I look like a fucking white supremacist. This hat. When you flip this hat inside out, it's Punisher. Punisher. I can't flip it inside out because I look racist. It's fucking annoying. (laughs) (laughs) They're all annoying, dude. I used to be able to just like the Punisher. Iron fish should be Asian because he does Kung Fu. Fuck off. Fucking Gina Carano should be the Hulk because capitalism. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Because capitalism. That's other arguments where Because free speech. That's what she was about. Uh, Uh, You know what we're about? Is that we have, <laughs> we're not about it at all. But we have social media. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but what we are about is the you know, wrapping up this show. Yeah, <laughs> we're about that. There's a book. Saddest little fart. Check it out. There's no racism in that. Nope. No farts. Well, kind of because well, they hate him because he's 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 a weak fart. Uh, yeah. but that's that's not racism. That's uh that's classism. Sort of. Yeah. That's yeah. De- That's not seeing the value in what another person has to bring because it's not what you personally value and not because it's not actually valuable. And that's the message of this book (laughs) is that he finds out what's actually valuable. I'm not going to say what it is because you need to read it to find that out. And if I say it, then why the fuck are you going to buy the book? Buy the book. The link, (laughs) to the- <laughs> all over social media is uh, at Max Men Podcast, and that's on Amazon, by the way, the book. Yeah, the book's okay. on Amazon. Uh, the link for all this shit is going to be in the show notes. Oh, we have uh, shirts too. Buy yeah. those. The they're, link they're, will also are, be in yes. the show notes for those. They're great shirts. It's Charlie from, uh, uh, yeah, it's Cyclops as Charlie from Molly Sunny in Philadelphia, and he's Try- like you're trying to figure out Hickman, man. Yeah, got to talk to you about Pepe, <laughs> and LaRaz. <laughs> La yeah, Pepe, Pepe LaRaz and RB Silva. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, I'm saying for the fourth time that they're all in the show notes and that's for it. Yep.